What's up? Welcome to the hideout. Happy Friday to you. This again? What are you talking about? The the news monologue for the radio. I have a little news for you. I don't know about a monologue, but I do have some info to share with you. Terrell Owens is coming out with a series of children's books. The first one will be called Little T Learns to Share, which is going to be followed up, of course, by Little T Learns How to Open a Childproof uh, Bottle. Ah. <laughs> uh... So I can never tell what's supposed to be the joke, the story or the alleged punchline. I can't ever tell what, uh, what it is. I don't know what punchline you're talking about. I'm talking about news and information for you, Hefe. What? Republicans in the House of Representatives have passed a bill that would make it easier for teachers to search children and uh, at school and to go as far as doing a strip search. Uh, and uh, the bill, appropriately, is being called the Foley Factor. <laughs> Who's this Foley you speak of? Never heard of him. You know the one with all the AOL ads? Oh, okay. The guy likes to chat online. Mm. Here's the thing about Foley. Nothing really new today concerning... One more uh, bit of info for you, Hefe. Whatever. R. Kelly is being accused of beating up a former employee and stealing a song from him. R. Kelly said the information isn't the first leak they'll have him in court. Say that. Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. Your mother is a dirty, dirty fool. Chillax. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Ah, uh, it's new, J-Dubs. Welcome into the hideout. Road Radio 104.1 live on a Friday night. So much to get done this evening. So little time. So it is imperative that you hop in uh, whenever you see fit. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, we have a full staff tonight. It is El Jefe and J-Dubs as your hosts. Mm-hmm. Chunks Corolla is our executive producer. Tommy Bateman is our director on the talk and roll controls. And we have both interns here tonight, the great Gazoo Manning and unpaid producer, Mr. C-Lane. So all of that for you on this Friday night in which we have the Open Door Policy, sponsored by Taco Bell. Only show brave enough to open up its doors every week to you guys. And from 10 to 11, we have an in-studio audience, and we do the show live for you in front of you. Um, also tonight, Dubs, it is uh, at 8 o'clock, Mark St. Amant, mm-hmm. our fantasy football expert. He will talk to us about uh, fantasy football and all its going on. Of course, we do the Helmet of Shame um, for our uh, stunts. Or not stunts, but shameful acts. Yes. Whoever has the fewest points at the end of the weekend. Pete Ox would come in around 8.30, do the uh, hip-hop news update, give us a little culture. And in case you missed the end of the show last night, we will be replaying the interview with Dustin Diamond, a.k.a. Screech. Yeah, that got a little uh, messy. 
It got very messy. In the mm-hmm. last hour, people are talking about it, even to this day, or to this very hour. Yeah. Just about how insane it was and how out of control it got. And a lot of blame being thrown back and forth by their crew and, you know, our crew and him cussing and him maybe being allegedly being in an altered state of mind and just how everything went that could have gone wrong last night maybe did. So we'll replay for that yeah, that for you just a little bit. Also, two dubs, at 10 o'clock before we open up the doors to the open door policy, it will be the finale, speaking of the helmet of shame, we will find out who it is that mm-hmm. received the most Dugan pictures, uh, penis pics, um, in return from your gay Craigslist ad in the Helmet of Shame. It was Drunky the Bear from the Monsters in the Morning, our interns, and your cousin, by Curious BJ. I do have a tally as is right now, but I'm not going to disclose it. You put up fake pa- uh, posts for them, including photos and some uh, gay ads on the Craigslist Orlando Men for Men section. Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening is whoever got the fewest uh, photos of male anatomy in return would have to do a uh, male striptease at one of our live events, probably Monsterween. So uh, we will have that, um, the totals, because we, we, we stop accepting at 10 o'clock. You know, we mentioned we were going to be running our uh, our interview again of uh, Screech mm-hmm. last night. Anti-Matt in the 407. What's up? Hey, hey, what's up, guys? I just wanted you two guys to know that over there, Mo Rock, the two fags, they're running the exact same bit that you guys ran last night. They're like, everybody go and heckle them at the, at the improv. He sucks. We've hated him for months. Blah, blah, blah. They're running. I mean, it sounds like El Jefe is screaming all over again. It's so... So well, here's the thing. They were listening to our show last night. Yeah, they and got... they, they, they're notorious, notorious for taking the same exact thing we did last night and doing it uh, the night after. And, and uh, it is big news around the city. Uh, so of, of what course happened. They, of so course they want to try to hop in on. So it. what they're trying to do? They're trying to fool people into thinking that uh, the controversy is them. What That's what they do. What a couple of douchebags. Mm-hmm. I like to call them the screeches of radio. Yeah. Just come, it's just all about stealing any sort trying to trying to feed off of any kind of heat. I know that during the commercial breaks and during their music sweeps they listen to this show. Well, they, what they did last night, they called the show. One of the dumbasses over there called in and now we have his phone number. <laughs> just a dumbass. Mr. McNugget in the four oh seven. Hey J Dub, I really enjoyed your news today. Thank you. Thank you. And I also have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite caller who calls in? Mr. McNugget. Shut up. Of course. It's not for the ass kissing. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. That's what bit they're going to steal next. Giant Brian wants to know if it's true that A.C. Slater's in the parking lot uh, waiting for us to walk out last night. Last night, do we have our guest on the line or no? No, Is he not, not yet. there yet? Okay. Um, if he doesn't call in this segment, then we're just not going to be able to talk to him. We're not going to be able to get to him. Too much to do. So here's what happens last night. Um, we're supposed to do an interview with Dustin Diamond. Mm-hmm. Most of you know him as Screech. And I had a podcast from a local comedian by the name of uh, Patrick Garrity, where Pat talked about how uh, Diamond, he called him a hack and a thief, basically saying that just because of his ra- name recognition... Mm-hmm. He ends up selling out these gigs at area local at local clubs, therefore taking away money from local comics who could be using those weekends a to get better 
But most of all, B, a lot of them are really good already, mm-hmm. and that's a good time for them to make money when there's not any act coming through town. But there's someone with name recognition who will come into town and, um, you know, and, and play a gig. So, you know, we weren't going to talk about uh, talk to Dustin about Saved by the Bell. Yeah. What are you even going to ask him? Who cares anymore? Uh, we weren't necessarily going to ask him about that sex tape that it's alleged has come out. We might have brought it up, but toward the end of the interview, I wanted to ask him what it was going to be like or what it was like for him going to local towns where maybe local comics didn't like him and how he was received. He thought that we were attacking him. And so we play the beginning of this podcast, and then he freaks out. And first mm. of all, he calls up, and you'll hear it in the tape, because we're going to play it for you in a second. You may have heard about him in the Monsters this morning, and I don't believe he called in on the Monsters, did he? No, actually, he was supposed to, um, I think he was supposed to come in. And, uh, well, I'll give you a little update that I found out this afternoon. Go ahead. After the segment. You no, give it, it to now? me now. Yeah, give it to me now. Because uh, we're about to play the segment. Apparently, Bean got information after I'd taken off, because uh, Russ wanted me to talk about it a little bit on the Monsters, uh, got information. And uh, allegedly, I'm going to throw that in, um, Dustin Diamond will no longer do interviews with Clear Channel Radio. <laughs> so he's swearing off Clear Channel Radio overall. 80% of the U.S. radio stations, basically, he's not going to do are we gonna interviews get a, with. Are we going to get a raise uh, from our bosses saying thank you so no one else has to talk to this guy? That's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting every morning show in this country to write us a thank you letter. <laughs> Are you that? And we set the record last night for dumps. Yes. Uh, here at Real Radio. Start the thank yous with Doc and Johnny Fiasco. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just get the thank you letters here in the building first, and then we'll move outward. Mm-hmm. We'll go to our buddy uh, Buckethead down in Tampa and see what's going on there too. Expecting thank you letters from all. Wow, I had no <laughs> idea about that. We pissed him off that bad. That's what I heard. <laughs> so a guy that's so desperate and hard up for money. Is going to decide to not do any more interviews. <laughs> All based on the interview that you're about to hear, we're going to play, but this happened during the 10 o'clock hour. Yeah, so a lot of you guys who are listening on the way home didn't get to hear it. Now, Chunks also give the update about you talking to his manager. Oh, God. <laughs> give me that one real fast before we replay this interview. Well... As you guys know, it was a very long night afterwards because we, we tried we tried making sense of what happened. We we took the high road. We did really well. We, we talked to managers. We didn't want any bad blood between the improv because we Here's like the thing. Them. At the end of the show last night, I did give an apology, mm. plain and simply, for the improv so that the improv would not lose any business because they're good people over there and they support Real Radio and Real Radio supports them back. Any comics, especially here in the hideout, we love all the comedians around here. If you're funny... This show is based around comedy, so we want you guys to, uh, in a, you know, feel welcome here. Yeah, come on up. So after all that, uh, we get a phone number. I think that is Dustin Diamond's direct agent, and he says, "Go ahead. You know what? You guys sound sincere about what happened. Give her a call and see if you guys can talk it out in the air. You know, just to, to resolve it, to, to to get down to it." So I call the the, the lady. Being very respectful. Hi, this is Alex from Real Radio 104.1. I got your number from so and so, and is wondering um, about getting Dustin Diamond back in. And she just starts off, "What would make you think?" And this is allegedly what I remember. I right, hold on a second. Phone call. The agent up in New York is the one who said, "Tell you what, 
Everything sounds like it was a big misunderstanding. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. The agent says, why don't you get Dustin back on the show tomorrow night in between sets over at the Improv and maybe even get Patrick Garrity on there so they can talk it out. And I'm like, hey, that perfect. sounds perfect to me. We'll absolutely do it. So the agent up in New York who has, who appears to have some business sense and says, hey, let's try to milk this thing for all it's worth. Let's do it. So you call the manager, and she says to you what? She goes, she goes what, would make, what would make you think that I would put Dustin back in the air with you? And at this point, eh, I was tired <laughs> from the monsters. I was like, oh, man, it's coming. All this festering stuff that I wanted to say was brewing right in the office with a very scared drunkie next to me as I unleash. She goes out, you didn't have to say that and that. I was like, first off, we didn't say that. There's tape, there's proof, there's evidence. We kept it clean. Second off, here's what you're not understanding. What what you did or what you thought you did by calling back in and cussing could have cost hundreds of people their jobs, which they depend on with families. It wasn't funny. We're not going to sit there and get attacked. We're going to fight back, and that's what happens. She lets me rant on. She goes, are you finished? Said, yeah. She goes, lose my number. I said, fine. But, I mean, that's the short version. The conversation probably Are went on for finished? about 10, four I'm minutes. I'm sure you've heard that from women before. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we'll take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll play, replay this audio for you, this interview. I have not listened back to it. Dubs, you have? Yes. I'm quite happy with it. Really? Mm-hmm. Chunks? Yeah, I listened to it about four times today. <laughs> what did you think of it? Fantastic. All right. It's good stuff. Well, t- here's the thing. Dubs was telling me just partially some of the stuff that I said. You don't even remember it. I don't even. I was in you such, were so worked up. I was in such a zone and I was so worked up that I don't even recall it. I can't recall it either. It's like I was looking at hot chicks all last night. <laughs> you were. You were out at the uh, Predators dance finals. Oh, yeah. Mm, nice. Leave it to the hacks across the street once again to try to steal thunder. Not an original thought running through that building. Check the IM I sent you. Oh, can I hold the number in front yeah, of Yeah, I webcam? saw that too. <laughs> uh, I guess I didn't see it. I guess Garabo did an interview with him this morning. <laughs> and I'm sure it was equally as entertaining as the one you're about to hear replayed from last night. Bunch of just ass wipes across the street. I would like to say, too, thank you, especially the monsters. Uh, I'd come in early at 6 because I didn't know what was going on. They were supposed to interview them. And. They were very cool, and they said, hey, you know what? They're against you. Uh, they're against us, so forget it. We I love really those care. guys. The monsters are just fantastic. They're fantastic human beings to begin with. And, of course, they do an epic radio show. So thank you to them for all their support. I will right, we'll take a break, come back, and uh, we'll we'll just briefly set it up, and then we'll play the audio. Is that good? All right, cool. It's a hideout. Real Radio, Friday night, 104.1. Friday night in the hideout, Troll Radio 104.1. Time to do this thing. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Don't forget about the open door policy from 10 to 11 o'clock. We will have free tickets to the Do Action Sports Tour 
for those of you that want to beat Bill in the guitar contest to win the Do Action Sports guitar, we have that for you as well. So we have free tickets if you want to come up to the open door as we broadcast live next Thursday from the TD Waterhouse Center. Also, too, real quick while we're on it, if anyone has a couple of amps, small amps for guitars, can you email me, chunks at WTKS.com. All right, very good. And that shouldn't be too hard to get, actually. No. All right, J-Dubs, let's replay the audio from last night, the interview. And again, I, I'll set this up saying I wanted to have a conversation with Mr. Diamond, Dustin Diamond, who's performing at the Improv tonight and this weekend. I wanted to have a conversation with him about comedy and what some local comics thought about him. There's been a lot of back and forth going on about who's right and who's wrong, their camp and our camp, and so we're going to play the audio for you. I will tell you this is an edited version. And that the um, the whole version will probably be included up on the uh, the podcasting section on on uh, iTunes and on RealRadio.fm. So this is a portion of it. Um, I guess we can even uh, end up calling this a hideout. We're going to play it, and we're not going to stop it. We'll talk a little bit afterwards, and we'll take your phone calls if you want to comment on it. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hideout oh, download. Who's that? Dustin Diamond. Get the hell out of here. Dustin Diamond, you're in the hideout. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Hey, we uh, we are in uh, in the area in Florida here. We just went to the pilot show, and uh, I took part, and I got to uh, rape and pillage. It was awesome. All right, you sound so drunk right now. Have you uh, been no, enjoying? No, no, actually, I'm not drunk. I'm I'm uh, planning to get drunk. I'm with recording artist uh, Fabian here, and we went in, and we uh, we we we're gonna take home some wenches. Is what it's about. Uh where are you performing this weekend, Dustin? I'm at the uh, Orlando Improv, and Fabian is all over Florida. All right, who is Fabian? Who is this kid? Never heard of him. Who's Fabian? Hold on a second. Oh, well, don't <laughs> now Fabian's hey, going to get the... how you doing? Fabian. 104.1, uh, Fabian Music. How are you doing tonight? Uh, Fabian, so are you, a, are, you a, are you a rock star or a pop star? I'm actually an R&B pop star. Just got signed to Primoris Records, Universal Music Distribution. Oh. We'll, be, we'll be dropping the first week of January, actually. The album is called Next Level. Do we, can we see if we have any Fabian here? Now, why are, you hang, why are you hanging out with Dustin Diamond? Are you guys like old friends or what? Yeah, Dustin and I are old friends, and uh, we're just out cruising the city, having a good time. I happen to be in the area. He called me up, and uh, I said, why not? Let's hit the Pirates Dinner Adventure and see, you know, see what kind of good time we can have tonight. I'm going to let Dustin tell you about that. All right, thank yeah, you. Yeah, let me tell you something. Don't have Fabian like a hippie or some nonsense. Fabian tapped Kelly way back in the day. And, Tiffany uh, Amber Thiessen? was a pimp, and uh, he tapped Kelly and Jesse. Never leave her, though. She was my own. All right, here's the thing, Dustin, and I'm so glad you're on the show with us right now because you are high you yeah. i could tell <laughs> yeah yeah all right you may not be drunk but you're high sir wasted i can so hear it in your voice because sober people don't talk like you uh hey, i am always sober my friend i can drive like nobody's business just leave the lights you, you, off you get a hot lady you put me in the driver's seat Ooh, it is on <laughs> all right so you are going to be at the orlando improv this weekend I was checking out uh, StandUpOrlando.com. Can I play yeah. a little audio for you and see if you, like, get your reaction to it? Okay. All right, here we go. Now, this is a buddy, uh, this is a guy we've had in on the show before, but this is him on StandUpOrlando.com, and he's doing a podcast. So, Pat, you talked about who you really like, and I see the smile on your face already. Why don't you tell us who you hate? Um, for one thing, I cannot stand uh, comics like Screech from Saved by the Bell. 
who have no goddamn rights to be on stage. Now, a lot of people would say, Screech, why, why, do, you, why do you hate on Screech? Oh, because, you know, coming up, it's so difficult to get gigs as it is. But since he was a child actor, he's got pull enough to go into B clubs where we need to fill in the weeks. And uh, he, he's booked like 40 weeks out of the year. And basically, he's taking money uh, away from comics with actual talent. If you watch wow. Screech's stand-up, he opens up with, I'm not even a comic. I don't tell jokes. That's great. That's Thank, thank you for telling me that. It's like going to a brain surgeon. like, hey, I'm not a surgeon. I just like to play with knives. Thanks. That, 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 that makes me feel comfortable. I'm glad you told me that. I'm glad we came out for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you so much. What do you think about that, Screech? When guy, do you get a lot of that from, low, from like, comics and stuff who are mad at you from the fame it, that you've gotten? It's funny to me that you can't separate Screech from Dustin Diamond. You know what? i got a Showtime special coming out. I got all kinds of stuff coming out. I got a show, to, a show special with Nick Jagger coming out. And you know what? I, I never need to defend myself the fact that jealous comics can talk all the crap that they want. Right. But I'm selling out shows, and you know what? The bottom line is, is that, uh, people say I don't deserve it because I was an actor. Well, you know what? I'm funny. And the bottom line is, if you're funny and the audiences are selling out and the packs, the, the shows are packed, it doesn't matter. So, uh, you know, I, I appreciate being on your show, and, and uh, but, I mean, to throw something like that at me off the bat, some some nobody that no one's heard of that's jealous for reasons that nobody cares well, about. Well, no, 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 I mean, look, I'm not trying to be an ass to you. I'm, I'm, I, I'm wondering if you get that a lot from uh, these local comics when you come into town. So, like, I mean, do you ever, do you, do you hear that where it's like, hey, here we have, you know, Dustin, I'm Dustin Diamond now, the comedian, but do you ever say... You know, do you ever do you ever hear anything from these guys? Do any of these guys ever say this to your face? Let's put it this way: the improv was sold out. I can't, can't say, say that. that. And then he hangs <laughs> up. All right, here I'm gonna, you want me to play the rest of this for you? Sure. All right. This is Pat Garrity in StandUpOrlando.com. <laughs> Hideout download. He does not have any comedic talent whatsoever. You see, he he ended his career and it Saved by the Bell after ten years. I don't know how long you can do a high school sitcom you know for 43 years, years yeah, is the yeah, record. yeah 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 so he ends that and he's like oh what am i going to do with my life now uh stand-up comedy why because like i said before oh look they're just talking looks easy enough so he robs basically robbing other talented comics who were coming up by getting on stage and now he's bitching because he's about to lose his house not because his, he says his parents made bad decisions with his money to say by the belt no because he's a raging cokehead and he sucks oh, all right and that's why he's you know, on stage, robbing other comics with talent. So he's a piece of and uh, hopefully he'll overdose sometime soon. And wow. I really mean that. <laughs> wow. All right, that's from Pat. That's hardcore. That's Pat Garrity saying that. Why would he hang up? He got pissed at us. Is that him? All right. Dustin. Yeah, this is Bushman for Dustin Diamond. Do you have his number on there? Dustin. Why, why did he hang up? Why did he, why did he curse and then hang up the phone? Because he, he felt like he was being having to defend himself. No, we we were asking him if that happens a lot. We were, we were trying to get a look into Dustin Diamond's life. Dude, look, what are we going to do? Are we going to ask him about his foundation? Yeah, well, well, the bottom line is this. I mean, you know, Universal Records has stepped up. Uh, Prime Morris Records has stepped up to sign this man. You know, Universal Distribution has stepped up. All right, who and, am uh, I talking to right now? I don't know who am I. Hey, Dust, do you want to talk? Just put someone on the phone that wants to talk. All right. Hey. Yeah. All right. Listen. Who is this? 
This is George Burton, CEO of Primoris Universal. Okay. All right. So, All right. do you want to talk to us, or are we going to yeah, get the phone pass? Yeah, I'll talk to Pat Garrity. Give right, me yeah. this nobody. Give me this nobody. All right. Well, we'll we'll get you Garrity's number. He's coming on the show before. I don't want to. I don't understand how this is supposed to be some sort of an ambush. We a local comics guys who come in here all the time. They had an opinion about right. dust, and I want to play it for him well, and have him comment on it. It's not like hey, I listen, wanted to. Well, hold on. Let me listen. finish mine, and I'll let you finish yours. Okay. Listen, Dustin is playing at the Improv. Is your local comic playing there? Yes, actually, he has played the Improv before. Uh, no, before, I'm talking about has he sold the improv out. Listen, it's not about who's selling who out. Obviously, Screech is going to sell it out because he has we, name recognition. And we just want to know how he felt about that stuff. We weren't we weren't attacking him. We are giving him a, a okay. chance to uh, him, uh, talk him, back at it. Hold on. Him, hey, Jesus can't Christ, curse. he can't swear. Put him I on hold. hold. Listen, you dumbasses, because you're listening to the radio right now. Obviously, you hanging up proves you have some sort of insecurity about what Garrity said. That's all. This is. This, we just gave you a chance to uh, say your piece about it. You're showing it right now. You gotta chill the hell out with the cousin if we're gonna talk on the radio. I don't mind pushing your gig. Like you said, it's sold out, so there's no reason to push it. We we're gonna ask you about the whole Dirty Sanchez thing too. What, what do you want us to ask you about? Saved by the Bell. I thought you wanted to move past that. Fifteen years ago. Don't you want to talk about your stand-up career? This is what people are talking about with your stand-up career. It's a you, chance to defend yourself. Either you can address it now or we'll talk about Zach Morris. We're trying to have something new for you to discuss. Of course you're going to sell out the improv. You're screech. We grew up with you. All right. We're gonna are, are you ready for Dustin Diamond or are you ready for Screech? Tell me who you're ready for. We, no. we wanted to talk Hold about Justin Diamond. We, we didn't never, want to talk about Screech. Jesus, Jesus. Stop you are a cursing. retard. All right, keep him on hold so he can so he can listen uh, he just, again. He just uh, hung up again. They're still listening though. Yeah. You morons! You don't even get it. We never once asked him about being screech. We never talked about Saved by the Bell once. What were we asking you about? Being a comic and what you run into on the road as a comic. And I use the term loosely now because I didn't hear a single funny thing when you called in. And who's Fabian? I've never heard of that fruit. <laughs> Who wants to talk to this clown? Can't even ask him a reasonable question. Pedro. Hi, girls. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, uh, this, does this go on my record of making more friends? Yeah, this is another enemy you've made us because you set this no, up. No, listen, please. That guy makes absolutely no no sense. Did and you he hear? Goes by Did you? I didn't hear it because I'm in Marco Island. Apparently, uh, over here in, in Jurassic Park, they don't get uh, any good radio. Um. <laughs> I, all we did is, first, we were talking to him. We plugged the gig, like, four times. We I was trying to get Garrity on the phone because uh, my brother calls me up while I was on stage. He's like, dude, they played the Garrity clip. And I'm trying to get Garrity because Garrity uh, might show up tomorrow to the improv to show a little support for Screech. Oh, jeez. Oh, we got Fabian on the line now. I, like, I want to talk to that <laughs> clown. I'm not putting any more of them on the air if they can't stop cursing. They curse one more time, they're done. All right, listen, clowns, you can go on the air. I don't mind you going on the air. You have to follow the same rules that any other douchebag who calls in has to follow. Turn your radio down. Otherwise, we're not going to hear a single word that you say. So you need to reconsider what you just asked me to do and open up your ears. I'm listening to you. Say what, who, who are we talking well, to now? Fabian, I just told you at the beginning of the interview, if you was a good host, you would have realized it. 
you want to listen. But I'm just phoning in to answer your question. First of all, I've never heard of you, you fruit. I don't know what kind of music you do, you ass. Don't sit here and judge me on what kind of a host I am. I've never heard of your <laughs> crap music. Hey, put, you the, know what? put Screech it's... on the phone, my beast. Stop out of them. No one knows who you are. No one will. No one Christ. wants to talk to Fabian, you fairy. <laughs> and no one wants to talk to Dustin either. They want to talk to Screech. We attempted to have a conversation about, with him about stand-up. Like, I care about you. Oh, no, we've made enemies with some pop star. No one's a... Not even a pop star. You're a pop rock. You clown. I'm sure you're exploding in mouths all the time. <laughs> Dude. Dopey. What do you got, Dopey? Oh, I had a killer bit for Screech, man. I'm so disappointed. He needs one. You're lucky we didn't do the bit we were going to do. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Dustin Diamond Foundation. Oh, no. <laughs> talk about the loss of his first child. Just play that in the background the whole time. We decided to ask you about... Oh, there's little Dustin! <laughs> Guess what? That's funnier than anything you're going to do all weekend. I didn't want to do it, but you pushed me over the edge by cursing on our show four times. Doing sex tapes no one cares about, you freak. What are we going to talk to him about? Nothing. We tried to talk to him about something to be interesting, but he didn't want to do it. Ed, what do you got? Uh, I used to do stand-up. I still every now and then do stand-up with uh, Patrick Garrity. And uh, and if and if anybody ever saw his act, they would never call him a no-talent local guy. The guy's brilliant. And also a veteran of uh, serving over in Iraq. And, you know, and you, right. know, you can't. You can't speak about somebody and not know about them. All right, here's the thing. We heard it first here in the hideout. Dustin Diamond hates Iraqi war veterans. <laughs> yeah, he's a veteran of serving food at the max, faggot. <laughs> and so does his fruity friend, Fabian. Gargamel, dude. What's up, man? How you doing? Yeah. I happen to be there at Pirates helping serve Mr. Diamond tonight, and yeah, he was wasted. Uh, all right, I'm not going to say what he was and what he wasn't. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know that to be a fact. Let's go to. And I'm not going to judge the guy no, based he, on people go out and they party. Now, just don't don't be an ass. No wonder Lisa wouldn't go out with you. <laughs> Shut up. Whatever. Shut up. That's the hold on, that's the stuff that pisses him off. And guess what? We weren't going to do that. We were going to talk to you about comedy, and we we're going to try to have you be funny. And it didn't work out for you. Let's talk to dude in the 407. What's up, dude? Hey, guys. I just want to say he's a washed-up has-been, and you guys rock. Of course. You handled that so well. Appreciate it. Of course we did. You know why? We're geniuses, and we have talent. Lance in the 386. Hey, I've seen Lance. I mean, <laughs> I've seen Screech's stand-up. Yeah. It's absolutely horrible. It's horrific. I mean, here's the thing. I don't want to badmouth the guy. I'm not going to lie to you. I've never seen it before. And he sold out the improv, and maybe that means something because he has a name. All I wanted to do was play a little audio from some guy who's seen him before and talking about how he goes around. And the only here's what here's what Garrity said. The only reason he sells out places 40 weeks a year is because he has a name. And those are the off weekends for most clubs when it's taking money away from local talents and what Garrity alleges are talented people. I wanted to get him to comment on that. So what does he do? Screeches the blank and I sell out everything and then hangs up. That that son of a bitch called himself Screech before we did. So Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hideout Download. All right, there it was. Mm-hmm. 
1041 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. The Dustin Diamond interview from last night at ten o'clock that uh, had our inboxes full. Yeah, I'm, dude, don't even. I don't even <laughs> want to play it right now. I want to be. We got a break, don't we? We have to break. Yeah. All right. I wrote down. I sat here and wrote down as we went through everything. Mm-hmm. And I will comment honestly on the 12 things that I wrote down just going back and listening to that the first time. Number one on the list, I was brilliant. It's the hideout. <laughs> How about me? Mm. Hey. Didn't even know you were there. It's the hey. hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. All right, Dubs, we just reheard the interview last mm-hmm. night. Go to hideoutheretics.net and Full Blown AIDS. I believe in Full Blown AIDS. They have the entire thing up there on fullblownaids.com. Yeah, so go see that. Thanks to Bipolar Steve who put that one up. I'm going to go down everything that I heard. All right. Concerning that interview. First of all, uh, we're talking about the interview last night where we got in a fight with Dustin Diamond Screech <laughs> playing at the Improv this weekend. It sounds so stupid when you have to say it again. I know. We're stealing Zach Morris's bit. And their management threatening us. And I said, <laughs> go to the tapes and listen to the tapes. So this is I listened to the tapes. What here's, did you hear? Here's what I heard. Number one, he brought up Saved by the Bell first with his lame joke about that fruit he was hanging out with. Fabian? Banging K- Kelly Kapowski and Jesse from oh, Saved by the Bell. I'm going to Google image Fabian, see if I can find out what this guy looks like. Secondly, spottleguy.net. <laughs> I asked him about if he, I asked him about whether or not he was high or not, and he gave one of those huh, maybe comments. Mm-hmm. Did I mishear that, or was that did that happen? Uh, yeah, he was like, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And then afterwards, he's like, no, 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 I'm always sober. I could drive right now, even though if you heard his speech pattern, well, there's no way. And he was saying that as a joke, you know, in a joking tone. I uh, couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah. Three, everything that was said was said on that podcast. I asked him, and all of anything that was derogatory that was said about him at first was not said by us, but by the podcast that I brought up. Fourth, we gave him so many plugs for his gig and for that dude Fabian, whoever he may be. Fagian. Five, we let him speak his piece. If you hear, we didn't cut him off. We let him say what he wanted to say. And then at the end of it, when he got so flustered and pissed off and embarrassed, what I'm going to assume embarrassed in front of his entourage, who were obviously listening because it was up in the background, he says, I sold it out, screeches the blank, and then dropped the bomb, which we had to dump out of. Seven, not us. But on the podcast, it was alleged that he does cocaine, and I'll, we said it yesterday, and I'll say it again. I don't care what the guy does. One, it's none of our business, and two, you know, we don't know that, you know? Eight, some guy claiming to be from Universal Records, and by the way, I've met all of these guys that try to mm. hype themselves up, these local record reps. He drops the second yes. bomb. And I don't even remember what it was at that point, Mm-mm. but he dropped some sort of a curse bomb that we had to dump out of. I believe that one was the worst one. 
Then number nine written down here, I have the third swear from someone of their entourage who called back. I don't know if that was Fabian or who that one was either. I've got a picture of Fabian. You want me to send it to you? Uh, You're going to love it. Dopey just sent it over to me. Let me click on and open it real fast in his MySpace. You want to play some of his music and see what he's so scary talented about? Sure. Why don't you guys go screen it off the air? Right, that's a little kid. I don't know who that guy is. Oh, I've got to re-log in. I hate MySpace. Are you up already? Let's see what this douche is all about. Tenth I have written down. A fourth curse word that we have to dump out. Oh, look at that. What, are you supposed to be special? You 16-year-old clown. What an ass. Who cares about you? No one. That's why you're hanging out with Screech. <laughs> Fifth, and I'll admit this honestly, and I didn't even remember it happened until I talked to the agent afterwards. The line about talking about his foundation and his kid and the uh, the baby mm-hmm. drop. Was it in poor taste? Probably. Can you sue us over it? Nah. Was it offensive? Eh, depends. Depends Ma- on who you are. Maybe for you, not for us. You're staring down in that toilet, sure. All right. Ah, uh, dump that. <laughs> what? Just because of everything we're wrapped up in. Come on. No. I'll repeat. <laughs> Eleven I have written down on here. Foundation. The baby drop. Over the line. But guess what, you clown? You and your entourage cursed four times on the air. That's a million dollars worth of fines. So I can say one distasteful joke about you and your past. And don't sit there and act like you're high and mighty considering all the things we're hearing about you now. Let's go to Johnny in the three. Hold on, I'm not done yet. You shut up, Johnny. And then finally, 12th, the callers. Mm -hmm. I don't control the callers. Dubs does. <laughs> but I don't know what's real or not, and we made it perfectly clear. So after talking with their management back and forth, and and at the very end of the show yesterday, I apologize for the good of the Orlando Improv. Mm-hmm. Even though it pained me to do it, because I still maintain we did nothing wrong. But just to save that relationship. Going back and listening to that tape even more now, we have more of a reason for a lawsuit than they could ever even pretend to imagine and dream up. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Johnny real quick in 52. Jesus. First, first word out of his mouth. I think he was talking the whole time. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Loser. Actually, it was the second word out of his mouth. Uh-huh. But you're close. Not a good counter. So he says we had no clue. That's what Johnny wanted to try to... Will- no, no clue about what? No, he he said we're milking this thing. It's what we had to deal with all night last night. Dude, it was our whole day today. Mm-hmm. It was an hour after the show talking to representation. It was Chunks' whole day today. Why wouldn't we talk about it again today? And guess what, dumbass? Half the audience didn't even hear it last night because it was at 10 o'clock. A completely different audience from 7 o'clock. Are we going to talk about it the whole show? No, because we have about 15 trillion things to get to. But we figured since a lot of the people who listen at 10 don't listen also at 7 and vice versa, we'd replay it. Plus, it got talked about all day today. So much so that the ass clowns across the street are pretending it's their bit now. 
So screw you, you clown. Don't ever come back here. I yeah, turn the channel. Hate all of you. <laughs> I'm so riled up right now. I'm so pissed again. Am I wrong in that we don't have every single right to be pissed and we didn't do anything wrong to that dude? That's why I didn't want to apologize last night. And that's why I said the comment today. And I said it only because half... of saving, for, saving face for the improv. I'm sitting on Kool-Aid jokes. I'm sitting on them. Gee. <laughs> this can't be the same Fabian. This guy's got a MySpace and he has not even 600 friends. I'm sure it is. And he's got... He doesn't have a song on here that has more than 175 plays. And that kid's going to try to act like he's high and mighty? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Have you seen the pictures of him? So bring it on, all you screechites. <laughs> Dumb asses. I, we got to break anyway. We'll all right, we'll come back with these phone calls. I'm not even interested because there's nothing uh, that you can add to the conversation. There's some people who want to pat us on in. the back. Oh, they have their own takes on it, too. So Not allow, They're wrong. Allow them. It's a hideout row radio, 104.1. Don't forget about the hideout happy hour at the Matador on Pine Street. We're just fresh from that. It's a hideout row radio, 104.1, realradio.fm. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Start off with Sean in 386. Go ahead, Sean. Sean, you there? Yeah, I love the show. Thank, Thank you, bro. Hey, man, I uh, just want to tell you guys a quick story about uh, Screech there. All right, hold uh, on, hold I, on. I was, Before, hold I was, on. Real I was fast. bouncing a gig up in Rochester, New York, and uh, he was he was headlining the show there. He made uh, two of us bouncers walk him to the stage because of uh, fans ripping his clothes off. All right, well, maybe people love him. And that, uh, that's... Dude, they didn't know him was even attempting, man. No one had <laughs> ah. All right, thank you. Dirty Howie in the 863. What's going on, guys? Hey, man. I, I didn't get here last night, but isn't this the same dude who was trying to sell T-shirts to save his house? And on the T-shirts, he had Screech, but he had to spell it wrong so that he wouldn't get in trouble legally? Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. I haven't kept up with the guy's career. All I know well, is that he did Save by the Bell and that he lately had a sex tape that came out. That's it. That he's doing well, comedy. Well, he... um. He started losing his house from a, you know, the mortgage company was taking his house because he couldn't pay for it. So he started selling T-shirts on the internet to get it paid for. I mean, I guess, uh, yeah. I guess I've heard something. I don't know that to be true. I mean, whatever. I mean, you're going through bad times. You're gonna try to make a dollar. That's where you're gonna do an interview. And when you want to do an interview, you want to make it somewhat interesting and not about the same old crap over and over. Dude in the 407. Hey guys, I got the newest People magazine just came out today and it's got Dustin Screech Diamond biggest embarrassment and it has in here claims he had, uh, he was robbed by a chick 25% of the readers selling t-shirts to save his house 46% of the readers and his newly leaked very raunchy sex tape was 29% of the readers and that was based on 26,616 votes. In People Magazine just came out today. All right, I, I got to get a hold of that, people, because mm -hmm. I don't know if that's uh, what's going on there. I'd love to see that. Or if you could scan it and email it over to me, that'd be fantastic, dude. Uh, I say the new one now is the interview with the hideout. Mm -hmm. David in the 407. What's up, David? 
Hey, yeah, I like the fact that the monsters back you guys. I love those guys. Guy. Yeah, those guys are just the the best guys in the world. They're so good to us, and and uh, I and I felt bad about ruining the interview for them this morning, and you know, ruiners saving them from. Well, I mean, whatever, because yeah. they could have done their own thing with them. There's you know, there's no telling what angle they would have wanted to run with it. Yeah. So, you know, I don't ever like to take anything by our actions out of the hands of somebody else who could have done something good with it here on the station. And I know that, you know, Chunks had a conversation with Russ off the air, and Russ is like, hey, whoever messes with you guys messes with us. And so that's just deeply appreciated, and that's one of the reasons we're so honored to be broadcast. First of all, we broadcasted last year for Miss Monster, and then this year for uh, Monster Ween. Yeah, tickets are still available for that. And we went on the Monster Cruise, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, we're boys. Rusty Ruby in the 863. Yes, this is Rusty Ruby, Dustin Diamond Father. Uh, right. Terrible bit. <laughs> For some reason, you saying it's terrible makes me laugh more than anything he was going to say. William in the 407. Hey, you guys. How you guys doing tonight? Man, we're fantastic. It's Friday night. Ready to uh, get down. <laughs> hey, um, first off, I, I called out last night, and uh, I just wanted to once again congratulate you guys. I'm very proud. You guys... Gave him first off, you guys gave him an opportunity to, you know, explain himself, talk things over. You guys multiple times let him back on the air, and I mean, it's not like it's his first radio interview to where he knows not to drop them bombs. No, and I mean, exactly. you guys stood, you guys stood your ground. You guys were mature about it in the beginning. You guys, and then he, he took you to the point. I mean, if it was personally me. I would I would have handled that situation a lot different, but you guys being radio personalities, by the way, the greatest personalities right now. Thank you. Uh, just, keep it going. Keep, keep going. Guys. Keep up the ass kiss. I'm almost finished. We're rolling safe <laughs> on it. All right. Th I appreciate that. Hey, thank you, man. Here's the thing. And I was wondering, hmm. because when I talked to his agent yesterday and he brought up the thing about, you know, me saying that about his kid, and he, he said it back to me, I'm like, Wow, did I say that? If so, man, I feel bad. It was heat of the moment. I know you don't because you're heartless, but I do. And I do apologize for that because, yeah, it was over the line. But guess what, man? I got pushed there. Swearing four times on the air. Yeah, dude, I'm not apologizing for one thing. Dude, you can go on to fullblownaids.com right now and listen to the whole thing, and you can hear. Mm -hmm. We were more than cordial to that cat. We, were, we didn't allow people to say awful things about him, and if they did, we said, we don't know that it's true. Should have seen what we screened out. Oh, yeah, please. I know the difference. I know what to do and what not to do. And so does he. That's what pisses me off. He knows what to say, what not to say on the air. Well, but I'll be It was malicious. I'll be perfectly honest. Oh, it was completely malicious because he felt like he had his ego hurt. Mm-hmm. And his agent said, well, that just doesn't sound like anything that Dustin would say. And I'm like, hey, you know what? Maybe maybe not. But he also didn't sound, and I don't know what was what, but he's, you listen to that tape. I, that isn't someone that sounds in a regular state, state of, of mind. mind. Yeah. I don't know what his state of mind was. But it didn't sound regular. And and I guess We'd, I guess the manager said that was out of character for him, too. So maybe it all fits. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know, and I don't care. But I'm just here to share with you what happened during the 10 o'clock hour, because all of you listening now weren't listening then. And after the show. Oh, God, all day. <laughs> all day. If I thought one day my, my full day would be uh, surrounded around Screech, I probably would have put a gun in my mouth a long time ago. 
You want to move on from this now, finally? Yeah. Although the hacks across the street will still pretend it was their bit for the rest of their night. Oh, and next week, too. If there is one. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take a break and completely switch gears. Uh, again, if you want to hear the whole thing, you can see it right now on fullblownaids.com. Or hear it on fullblownaids.com. And uh, eventually you get up on the Hideout podcast, too, on iTunes. Subscribe to that. Just punch in the Hideout under the podcast search section. We'll take a break. Come back. Completely switch it up. There's a lot to do on this Friday night open-door policy at 10 o'clock. we got uh, next Mark St. Amant, our fantasy football guru, to tell us who to start and who to play. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Back in the hideout. Start of hour two on Friday. We're already on 104.1. Let's transition it over to uh, fantasy football. In the hideout fantasy football league, here's our guru. He wrote a great book called Confessions, uh, Committed Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie. He also has a very good new book out that you can get. Um, I've not gotten a chance to start it, but Tommy's telling me about it. It's hilarious. Just the one, the one anecdote that he uh... just yeah, and like just him growing up as a kid. It's I think he like it's basically like a chunks fat man diary, but <laughs> it's actually in a real book. All right, awesome. Here's our boy uh, Mark Saint Amant, fantasy football. Mark, hey, what's up, guys? Hey, brother, how are you? I'm doing all right. I was having a hell of a day. Played in the charity golf tournament. Beautiful day up here, and now I am sitting in bumper to bumper traffic on the Massachusetts Connecticut border. Miserable. Oh. oh, you poor man. At least, at least you'd be able to kill a quick 15 minutes with us. No doubt, no doubt. This is uh, this is gonna help kill some time. And let's be honest, this is the highlight of your week. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you for playing along. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's our boy uh, Mark Sainamont, Fantasy Football on the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Any questions, concerns about fantasy football this weekend? Now's your time to get in with a guy who knows what he's talking about. Also, blogs, Fantasy Football for the New York Times.com, too. Let's see who I Yes. I that a couple weeks ago. It's been, it's been fun. Awesome. Let's start with uh, listener Robin321. Mr. Sainamont, how you doing, sir? Good, man. How you doing? Good. I've been fighting with this all day. I got a lot of great receivers, and I'm down to two. I don't know who to start. I got Keyshawn Johnson playing a scrub team, and I got Antonio Bryant looking to bounce back this week from from some uh, trouble. So who, who would you go with? Yeah, you know, this week I'd actually go with, uh, go with Bryant. They're playing Oakland, and uh, that's not going to be pretty. Oakland is actually, of any part of their team, their, their uh, secondary is, I mean, it's not good by any means, but it's not as bad as the rest of their team. But still, I think Bryant at home against Oakland. Uh, I think Steve Smith is going to be the one to tear up Cleveland. So uh, yeah. take, go, go with the number one guy. Go with Bryant. Oh, man, I'm just looking at my team this week. This is my bad week. Are you hurting? Holy Christ. I looked at everyone's. It seems like it's everyone's bad week. No, my, I don't think I'm that bad this week. The only one I have a question on. Famous last words. My, uh, I know. I'm going to get the Karma Award. <laughs> uh, my third receiver. Um, I have to choose from, uh, let's see, Reggie Brown. Um, yep. Andre Johnson's on by. Uh, Derek Mason or Jericho Cotri. Ooh, until you threw in Kotri, I was definitely going to say Reggie Brown because it sounds like Stallworth is pulling in. I haven't started Kotri yet. I'm tempted to just to see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's he's been looking good. Then again, it is the Jags, and, and they're going to be looking to uh, 
to put the smack down on some receivers after their their sort of Keystone Cop tackling fest in mm-hmm. last weekend. Um, you know what? I if if Dante Stallworth is out, I would say definitely start Reggie Brown because he's going to be the number, the number one guy against Dallas. Um, but uh, if you can't really risk it, and you're not sure whether Stallworth will be. It sounds like Stallworth's out. Um, but Cotterie's been solid. He's been really solid. And Coles is a little banged up himself. Uh, do you have to set your lineup tonight? No, I don't have to until uh, Sunday at noon. Yeah, check on check on the injury reports. I know that's a little wishy-washy answer, but check yeah. on the uh, injury reports. If Stallworth is out, I would go with Brown. If, if not, go with Cotterie? Yeah, if all things equal, go with Cotterie, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Let's go to uh, Heretic Doll. Oh, Heretic Dolphin, not Doll Fan. Greg. Jesus. Uh, what, what do you got, buddy? What's up, guys? What's go ahead, up? buddy. Um, who would you start, John Kitna or Brad? Or Brad who? Brad Johnson. I shoot yeah. myself in the head. <laughs> you have Kenton and Johnson. Hey, it's a bye week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you. Yeah. You know what, though? If, if you got Carson on, or Hasselbeck or one of those guys on bye, those, these two guys are two of the guys that I've been pushing this week as bye week replacements. These two guys and Charlie Fry. Um, I would I would actually say Brad Johnson over Kitna. Of course. Uh, Detroit Detroit is Sucks. is really, really, really bad against the pass. Hey, guys, I miss you guys up here in D.C. All right, man. Hey, that's very nice of you. I JFK appreciate that. JFK has gone to crap. <laughs> uh, th- we still keep I with our buddy. I uh, don't learn them. Uh, we keep up with our buddy Don and Mike, uh, and Don specifically. I'm hoping to have a conversation with him this weekend. You should check out their podcast on iTunes. Very good show. Um, all right, let me let me chat it up before we help out the listeners with fantasy right. football, because that stake... Helmet of shame. ...is... Um, a shameful act you have to do if you have the fewest points. By the way, if you correctly pick the winner this weekend, if you go to realradio.fm, and who's going to do the best this weekend, you could win 20 uh, catering for, for 20, 20 people. people from Wing Street. So just go realradio.fm real fast, check out who you think is going to have the best fantasy football weekend, and then go from there. You can see our league if you click on it real easy. That's actually how I, I always go through realradio.fm because I never remember the website. ESPN.com? <sighs> Yeah, it's too much, though. It's too hard. Honestly, it's too hard to navigate through ESPN.com. It is. All right, here's what I got, Mark Sinemont. I'm screwed at running back. Yeah. I got Chester Taylor hoping to bounce back against Detroit, but Detroit shut down Sean Alexander, who's out for me in a bye week. Yeah, Detroit's okay against the run, yeah. I got Corey Dillon. I got Jarius Norwood on bye. I got Ruben Drones against <laughs> Carolina. That's it. That's what I got. Rudy Johnson's on bye, too. And are you just uh, just you can just play one of those guys? I got to play two. I mean, I'd assume Corey Dillon's going to have to. It's Chester Taylor, whether or not, and subbing him out with God with drones. That's it. That's all yeah, I got. Well, I'd, I'd definitely say Chester. I mean, even, even though Buffalo really shut him down and took him out of the game last week, um, I say you got to go with Chester because they're they're going to continue to try to feed him the ball. Um, Is there anyone you pick up off a waiver wire? God, let's see. I mean, y- you know what? Keep an eye on. Uh, it sounds like now, it, as of this morning, I would have said get all over Vernon Morency on, on Green Bay. But it sounds like now that Amon is going to be back and they'll probably be splitting. Well, I do uh, have a full uh, a few uh, running backs. You want to trade? I have uh, Kevin Barlow, Chris Brown, and Julius Jones sitting on my bench. Dude, uh, look, see what you want. Let's work something out, my friend. All right. Well, after Julius. Uh, yeah. Well, after Julius. Even if you hey, even if we do a quick week thing, because here's <laughs> here's my wide receivers. All right. Steve Smith. 
Reggie Wayne, Terry Glenn, Javon Walker. Um, Julius Jones for Terry Glenn. Straight up. Look at that. Look at that. Look at this business being transacted right here. Man, I don't know. He got me 19 points last week. How about for Javon Walker at Baltimore? No. That's a good one. I don't want Javon Walker. (laughs) Reggie Wayne. Come on, just for the week. Reggie Wayne for no. Julius Jones. As a commissioner, at, I can't I can't do a one-week trade. They're at one Tennessee. All right, what do you think, though? Do I stick with... Here's what I'm thinking. Of, well, I didn't even see that Javon Walker's going up against Baltimore. Do I just stick with Steve Smith, Reggie Wayne, and Terry Glenn, then? That sounds pretty safe. I would think so. That, that's, that's really solid. I picked up the Chiefs defense and dropped Seattle's because they got me negative five last week. Yep, Quarterback. Chiefs are looking good. Quarterback, I'm done with um, Culpepper. And I oh, sat, yeah, I sat Grossman like a moron. But do I go Grossman or Delome this week? Ooh, that's a tough one. Grossman uh, against Buffalo, Delome against Cleveland. They like coming on Delome. Yeah, I, I actually, oddly enough, this this is the week I would go Delome over Grossman. This 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 Bills game has all the makings of a trap game for Buffalo or for uh, the Bears. You know, they they just basically played their NFC Championship. They smacked down on Seattle, and. Buffalo, I mean, they're not good by any means, but they've actually been they've been playing all right. And if there's one place where the Bears are susceptible, it's on the on the ground. They're letting up like four four yards of carry. McGee could could beat him up a little bit. Man, if... I could see, I could see the Bears going down a little bit. I'd go Delome. All right, I'm gonna go Delome and shoot for the double points with Steve Smith and Delome. All right, we got a lot of calls and not a lot of time, so I'm gonna ask the people to ask their question, get out, and uh, Mark, you know, just uh, try to answer. Quickly, yeah, so we can get through all of them. Hideout Fantasy Football with our buddy Mark St. Amon. Uh, to Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Fill up in the 3 2 1. Julius Jones or Willie Parker? Julius Jones or Willie Parker? I would go Julius. I don't, I, I don't think Willie's going to do much against San Diego this week. Oh, very, there you go. Easy enough. Uh, Dennis in the 3 2 1. Same answer for you. Yeah, nice. What do you got, Dennis? I have uh, Tatum Bell. Chester Taylor or Dominic Rhodes? I need two of the three. Ooh, let's see. Uh, God, I would say Tatum. The Baltimore's been stuffing people. Um, definitely, definitely Chester. And then uh, let's see, Rhodes. Did it? I I would actually have to roll the dice with Rhodes because uh, I mean he and the die are both going to get theirs, but there there's going to be plenty plenty of carries to go around against Tennessee. Nice, Tony in the four hundred seven. Hey, T.O. and Chester, who's going to put the cream on Chunks? Who's going to punch him in the nose for the cherry? All right. T.O. or Chester. <laughs> All right. There's no, reason to, there's no reason to make fun of Chunks like that. We got to move on, Dubs? Let's go to Simmons real quick. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Simmons. All right. Half my team's on by, so there's not many choices. For running back, who do I start, Jamal Lewis or Edron James? Start Westbrook you got, again. You got you got to go edge. Jamal's looking brutal. They're playing Denver. Denver's going to shut him down. Is is Westbrook uh, going to play at all? Westbrook, uh, he didn't apparently didn't practice again today. Uh, he's he's extremely questionable. <laughs> all right, he this, did well this, for you last week though. This question is embarrassing, but should I start Tony Gonzalez or pick up Mike Furry of the Detroit <laughs> Lions? That is embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> again, that's another one yeah. of those shoot yourself in the face. <laughs> Furry, you know what's funny? Furry strikes me as one of those. Remember Frisman Jackson? He blew up for the Browns one week, mm-hmm. uh, I think the second or third week. Everyone jumped all over him. I don't know. Furry, I think, is, will make a decent... Furry's been starter, you know, he's but, been consistent, at least picking up some points every week, though. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm 
for some reason, I'm just not not buying him right now. Because he's white? I, I'd, I'd go Gonzo. That's the reason for me not to pull for him. All I'd those years of oppression. I haven't forgotten. All righty. Well, thank you, Mark. Say, all right, all right, let's... All right, let's talk about the new book real quick. I don't want to yeah, give yeah. away too much of a story. Uh, what's the name of it again, Mark? It's, uh, it's Just Kick It, Tales of an Underdog, Overage, Out-of-Place, Semi-Pro Football Player. And, Tommy, tell a quick anecdote real fast from the uh, from the book. It was just uh, basically Mark isn't paying attention. I say it's just like a Chunks Fat Man diary. He's not paying attention, and he's like thinking about writing an article on Semi-Pro Football, and he ends up saying yes to trying out because he uh, played soccer in, in uh, what was it, college or high school? College, in college, yeah. And then uh, the first time he goes out there, this little kid's giving him crap, like, why are you here? What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like this 10-year-old kid. He's, he's got a Tom Brady jersey on. I'm, I'm literally, and this is you know one of the elements, of I'm literally like the only white guy within 20 miles of this field. And, and this little kid's looking at me, he's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> now, even a ten-year-old realizes that, like you know, suburban preppy white boy should not be hanging out in uh, you know the section of Boston. He's like, "Are you going to play football? My dad plays football. What are you doing here? <laughs> are you going to write an article?" And so then he tries to kick, and what happens? They'll, well, that's at the end of like kind of like a practice, and then they're like, "Hey, Mark, let's see a kick." And Mark's like, "Uh." Okay, <laughs> and uh, I'm not gonna give him sneakers and the, like khaki shorts. I look like a geek. And then uh, he just uh, we'll just say the first kick doesn't go so well for him. No, we, we, we can say enough for the people going to get the book so they know what they're getting for the rest All of the right. book. He winds up. Uh, not only does he miss the ball. For a for a punt, he misses the ball and then um, look at you, Charlie Brown. Winds up on his back, going. Oh, he falls it down. The very first kickoff I took, my left, my plant foot slid out from under. Oh, Jesus! Because well, you're wearing sneakers. Oh my! I was wearing sneakers. It's dark out, and the field is like this is not like a nice field turf field. It's like this beat up, beat to hell, rugged field, and I just took a complete digger. And, and they were, don't they were, be racist. racist, come on. <laughs> and then every, Mark's friend that convinced him to try out was like, oh, yeah, it's not uh, the best field in the world. Uh, let's just try that again. And everyone's, yeah, like, yeah. everyone's looking at his friend like, why the hell did you bring this white guy out here? Oh, that's hilarious. Exactly. All right. like the, number one, number two, just kept, kept falling. It was... <laughs> where, where can you get the book? Uh, it's, it's out October 7th. You can pre-order on Amazon right now if you just look. Search in my name or, or search just kick it. Um, the the page is up on Amazon, but it's not out in stores until October seventeenth. So. Sounds fantastic. Also, committed yeah, confession. Yeah, he does like either uh, Jerome from the East Side or whatever it is, or from the South Side or whatever. Mm-hmm. He has all these different characters he'll do. Well, this week's character was Napoleon Dynamite, Ugh. and he's got a vote for Moss shirt on, or vote for Santana. And then he has on a red Napoleon Dynamite wig. And here's his bit. Hideout download. So tell, me, tell me about these uh, these giants. What's your take on these guys? They're pretty good. I've seen better. I mean, who's going to give me a ride to the dance? <laughs> Can you give me a ride to the dance, Uncle Rico? I heard LeVar might give you a ride to the dance. I don't want to dance with LeVar. He's not a one. <laughs> These poor sportscasters. Who that's, are, that's what they find funny. They have nothing else. They don't find it funny. They're just sitting out there. 
I had to go out to they Reds- can't boom. I had to go out to Redskins Park once and get some audio from like to do these conversations. But you know those people out there, they're douchebags. It's they probably do find it funny. They're jock sniffers. Mm-hmm. And they're just so excited to be around sports stars and the fact that maybe a sports star shows a little bit of a personality. Even if it's a bad one. Mm-hmm. It's a great impression though. I say it's better than any of yours. Huh? Hideout download. True. Wow. Oh, deep fried, eh? No? No. Not my Louie Anderson? Mm-mm. Well, I would think this is a pretty big week since last time we went there. We lost like 36 to 0. Gosh. Oh, it's so douche chill. Douche chill. How did he look? How did the uh, costume look? I told you, it's Clinton Portis and a red wig and a vote for Santana shirt. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Douche chill. Hideout download. Well, I would think this is a pretty big week since last time we went there. We lost like 36 to 0. Gosh. Oh, what a bad you change that? At least we got to score three points or maybe even seven. Can you do that? Uh, what do you think? <laughs> How is this? Uh, Did you have a message for these guys when these Giants, because they're going to see this. The Giants are going to see this on TV. Do you have anything that you want them to hear? They can vote for Santana, too. <laughs> there it is. There's the laugh. <laughs> he's he, laughing at it, too. And he's, he just pulled a Horatio Sands where he lost and had to laugh at his own thing. Uh, I want you to see it, too, at some point. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. I can't stand any of his bits. Anytime he comes out there, I, I cringe for him. All right, Johnny Boy says it sounds more like Simmons than it does Port. <laughs> that, that is, that's the Matt Albert voice. That's Matt all pissed off that the fried chicken's gone. Hey. No, it's true. He loves fried chicken. <laughs> Why, because he's black? No, because he loves fried chicken. Well, I would think this is a pretty big week since last time we went there. We lost like 36 to 0. Gosh. Oh, Gosh. So uncomfortable. <laughs> That's just re- that's Matt. <laughs> now I want to reenact it with Matt in the uh, vote for Santana shirt. <laughs> oh, little belly shirt on him. By the way, the hideout uh, final score square challenge, RealRadio.fm. I believe all the squares are up. Game of the week this week is the national one on Fox. That is Dallas at Philly. He's a publicity hound. Mr. Terrell Owens out with a child's book. Mm-hmm. Children's book. We have Simmons on the line. Do you want to talk to him about it real quick? All right, let's go to Portis. Simmons Hello. Portis. <laughs> Hello. Yes. Do I need some Miroquai? <laughs> I just want to jam out. You know. Gosh. Hefe. <sighs> Gosh. Hefe. Yes, Simmons. Can you build me some chicken? Gosh. <laughs> Hate you. Gosh. I don't know what's what. So how are you going to change that? Gosh. That's so mad. Mm-hmm. That's sad. So anyway, Tio's got this book that's coming out. Yeah, children's book. It was oh. in my uh, news to begin the show. I didn't hear that. Mm. Um, so the first book is going to be called Little T Sh- Learns to Share. Mm-hmm. And that's coming out next month. Then the second book will be entitled Little T Learns What Not to Say. And the third one, in the fall of 2007, we're going to have to wait that long for the installments. Oh, it's like a Lucas film. But Little T learns to say, I'm sorry. 
Now, is there anyone more unqualified to write a children's book? I got two two people come to mind. Who? Dick Cheney and Dustin Diamond. We're going to slip back into Dustin Diamond. The whole, oh, uh, please. He's a marked man to hide out from now on. Little D uh, learns how to draw a mustache. What did you say was uh, the book after that that he was going to come out with? Uh, for T.O.? Mm-hmm. Little T learns how to open a childproof bottle. That wasn't his fault. Obviously, they were mismarked, and he thought they were supplements from GNC. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the installment of Little T Gets Gaydar. You have a thing with uh, Terrell. Thinking he's a little mo. Remember him calling out Jeff Garcia and saying that oh, Jeff Garcia yeah. was fruity? Because I know the other day you were saying him and uh, McNabb may have hooked up. I they're, still... they're fighting like lovers. It seems to me that way. I don't know what's what. But I've never seen men act that way. All right, little T de- demands. Uh, little T learns how to demand uh, cookies for his brownies, or he's not doing his homework. Because oh. that seems just like something Big T would do. Just there in the lunchroom. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing it then. Is that your black points? I can do a better one if you'd like. I'd rather you not. <laughs> Retarded. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um. How about Little T learns how to destroy millions of fancy football teams? I can't wait that for that one. That happened last year. Yeah. Me. And you know it's going to happen again, and it's going to be the same Ugh. lesson over and over well, again. Well, who has him this year? Tommy? Do you yeah. have uh, T.O.? How's yeah, he working out for you? Uh, he's been on the bench except for the first game. Really? Yeah. Works out better that way. Uh, All right, I'm getting this uh, from Simmons. He's not the only one coming out with a children's book. Apparently, Representative Mark Foley's going to have a children's book. It's going to be called That's Not a Milk Mustache. <laughs> K-Mike says here's another one for Representative Mark Foley. Little M learns to use a computer. Oh, boy. When are you going to write a book, Dubs? When are you learn to child, read? A, a children's book? I'd love for you to. <laughs> what would it say? Little J learns bathroom etiquette. <laughs> oh, please. We still got to wait for that to happen. Hmm? It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Back in the hideout, Friday night, Real Radio 104.1, I want to encourage you to go to the websites, realradio.fm, hideoutheretics.net, and fullblownage.com. It's all there available for you. Check it out. Sign up for all of them. Win the prizes that are available on all of them. All right, just one of them, but whatever you want to do it there, too. Guess which? Um, dubs every Friday night, we get uh, we hook up with our boy P-Docs. So it gives us a little culture. What we like to call the P-Docs Hip-Hop News Update. It's time for Sway with the Hideout Hip-Hop Report. It's not Sway. Who is it then? P-Docs with the Hideout Hip-Hop Report. P-Docs. Yes, 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 yes. I love doing this just because of the fact that I gives me a chance to get keyed back into my community. There you go. Hmm? I don't understand what you're talking about. I'm from the hood. <laughs> He's from Silver Spring, man. You know what he's talking about. Silver Spring, Oak Cliff, Texas? 
got to mean something. I'm sorry, Fowlerville. Hey, I'm not claiming anything. And McLean, my apologies. First of all, it's Arlington and Falls Church, not McLean. And second of all, uh, sometime tonight I'd like to play a new rapper that uh, we've discovered that actually did a rap about the hideout. Uh, like can we get that into for... that in one second? Actually, I think I know what you're talking about. Is it Gazoo? Because if it's going to be Gazoo, I'm going to be pissed. It's, uh, could Start be trouble already. Could be no. It's a rapper named Chris Kelly that I found. No, Chris no. Kelly FL on MySpace. <laughs> All right. Well, at any rate, you guys know we start this segment off by acknowledging those that are new to the hideout. Listen yes. So and tonight we have Mouse House coming to us. We also have Mike G out of Sterling, Virginia. Very good. Who's also a fan of JFK. Nice. Home, so. No, thank you very much. Good and hello deal. to you guys uh, listening on RealRadio.fm. Yes, sir. And uh, normally I come in with the papers, but we're doing it a little different tonight. I'm going digital, as you guys can Ooh, see here. Well, it's about time we're all moving up in we're the world. moving up it in the world. The That's digital right, age. So for all you Sprint executives listening, this is not a plug or a ploy, but hey, if you want to get your name known, sure I is. need some new technology. And right now I'm operating on the 6600 series uh, if you want me to step the game up. I'm not quite sure what this is over Holler here. Holler at me. But it's a point-something <laughs> megapixel, so I'm sure that's not good. No, all right, not what's, at all. What's in the news, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Pedox? We're at the top of our news tonight. Despite a successful launch, Spike TV has canceled the Blade television series, which starred rapper Sticky Fingers. Did you actually catch this when it was on? I had heard about it, um, but I don't usually watch Spike. Not so a Spike fan. I, I just... It's one of those, I see it as I'm scrolling through, and nothing ever really catches my eye. I know Tommy's a big fan of it. Why did it get canceled, though? Black show? Just. <laughs> I'm just Pro- wondering. That's, that's probably the reason, but according to this, it just wasn't maintaining the ratings. Actually brought in 2.5 million viewers when it debuted, wow. right, but just wasn't able to sustain <clears throat> that type of audience. That was thanks to the UFC lead. <clears throat> uh, could have been. Maybe, uh, maybe it just wasn't good enough to stay on, or white people can't handle having a black superhero. Yes. That's probably what it is. All right, Dubs is just going to agree, yes, and yes, so is the guy exactly. in the Confederate hat. That's, this guy uh, definitely <laughs> uh, Why not? Even if he's a vampire, you can't even get behind that? No, not mm. at all, right? What, what are we talking about? Blade. You've never heard of Blade? Mm-mm. Jesus. I've you heard of Blade. Blade? You know why I've heard of Blade? Why? Because I'm from the hood. It's from Silver Spring, man. All right. I, I like right. P-Docs like just trying to justify me to his brother. Uh, all right. What else you got, P-Docs? Well, disturbing the peace, uh, Chief Ludacris, who will be in town next Friday. Yes, we do action know. sports tour. And I'll be calling in live from that concert. Nice. So we're going to do something a little different next week. Get Ludacris. He's actually very happy this week. His album, uh, Release Therapy, has debuted at number one on the Billboard Top 200. I'll tell you this, man. Ludacris is one of the few rappers out now that I have a lot of respect for. Um, Why is that? I, I like what he does. He seems like he's got he's got good flow. Sounds a little crazy to me. Sounds a little ludicrous. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Huh. Well, look, he's already sold huh. three hundred nine thousand. This uh. That's white people humor. The, the source yes. stuff. Yes. <laughs> Ass. It's right there on the surface for you. Uh huh. Pick it up, enjoy it. Alrighty. Uh, all right, but he's excited. He's number one right now. Number one and has the number one single. Which one is that? What's that one? Do we have That's that? That's the Money Maker. Tommy Bateman. Do you have Money Maker over I'm there, sure Tom? He does. All right, I like to hear this. He's a uh, ludicrous one of my best friends. Actually, edged out Janet Jackson's album Twenty Yo. Hate her. Which was supposed to debut at number one, but ended up by landing. What's at the this Money Maker? Spot. Yeah. Black Crows? That right there, Tommy. Go ahead and dance. Dubs, give me a little dance on real TV. I'll bag groceries. All right. All right. This is a Dubs move, a Dubs original. This is on realtv.com. Bagging right groceries. Here. Look at that. 
Yeah. Well, how's that bag and groceries? See, I got the bag right here, and I'm putting the cans. <laughs> You're such an yes. ass. I hate you so much. You're so uncomfortable. Uh, All right, are you familiar with rapper Cassidy, who's had some songs with R. Kelly, had the song I'm a Hustler, which mm. was his big hit of 2005? No, unfortunately not. Tommy Bateman knows this song. All right, Tommy Bateman's going to have it. Let me hear what you got. We don't have Actually, that one. Philadelphia rapper Cassidy, he's actually in critical condition now. He was in a car accident in New Jersey on his way to a recording studio when a U-Haul truck actually swerved into oncoming traffic. I hit the side of his SUV, and uh, he's actually with a fractured skull and a broken jaw. So he's actually one of four people that were injured in the accident. All right, so his PR people couldn't have come up with something cool, like Suge Knife threw him off a building or something. It's got, he, get, he got hit by a U-Haul, that's and that's going to be his really thing. Happened. Ah, and there's the spin right there. And what ends up, uh, hey, have you ever wondered why R. Kelly hasn't come out with his own line of, like, the Calvin things, and where he's uh, number one? Uh, what do you mean? On various logos. You know, Calvin, the guy who's always on the back of like the Ford oh, cars and stuff? Yeah, yeah. And why R. Kelly didn't have his own thing like that? And just like all over Def Row Records or something? I was thinking maybe the uh, the Cologne CK number one. Could be. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's R. Kelly's going to be. That's, maybe that's going to be his new thing. And what else you the got scent for The scent of the sea. Nice and Michael salty. Cologne? <laughs> Michael Jordan's cologne was actually pretty bad. Never heard of it. Never heard of Michael never... Jordan's cologne? Mm. I liked Michael Jordan's cologne. <laughs> you would. I have some in the car. <laughs> All right, bring it in here, then. All right, I'm going to get it. And I want you to pour the entire thing on your body. In his eyes. Okay, and, and let's cut something open and pour it in there, too. And that's just for you running the board last night, because it was awful. And what? last but not least, I know you guys like to go out Friday night. You go, you do the uh, happy hour. Mm-hmm. Pop a lot of champagne, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're still having a full boycott on Chris Stahl. Why? Nas, you hadn't heard about this? Oh, I'm going to have to go there throw up. There's an official boycott so on Cristal Champagne. All right, why did Cristal do it? It was in the hood. Well, they've actually made a comment what? saying that they, my, me, they intended people. not for hip-hoppers to purchase this champagne. It I remember this story, and they they felt like um it was giving Cristal a bad name. Exactly. So now Nas and P. Diddy are actually campaigning together to form their own uh, champagne line, <sighs> Boy, which oh, is going to be dope. You you can't just sit there and take the free publicity. Mm-hmm. Essentially, the free commercials. You got to go and you got to ruin something, Christoph. Never See? heard of something so stupid. Exactly. All right, there he is, P-Docs, the P-Docs Hip Hop News Report. Anything else going on? Is that everything? Well, again, next week is the place to be, TD Waterhouse Center with Ludacris, Disturbing the Peace. We're broadcasting live on uh, Thursday night. We'll we're be doing there as well. We're doing Beat Wild Bill and the Guitar Challenge. We got to get people signed up for that. Do we have a promo for that? Uh, no, we have a rap that you need to hear. Well, we really don't want to. <laughs> I have the rapper. He's going to come in studio right now. Yeah, yeah th- there is one more thing. We do have a rapper that will stop me in the hallway. Now, I got to tell you, if he's whack, I'm going to slap him in his face. All right. I like that, actually. p Docs, be ready to be blown away with this. The Chris Gazoo Kelly. You don't get go, go, sit, go sit next to... Uh, yeah, to I want you to sit on Pete Doc's right brother's here. lap while, uh, while you do this. <laughs> now, if you have news out there, remember, hit me up on the MySpace, myspace.com slash PXX. Or He's in my top eight. You're in the hideout 24. uncensored uh, top 24. You're all over it. Beautiful. Uh, all right. Thank you. Thank you. Ready for this? <laughs> Not really. Yeah. <laughs>
Oh boy, it's a little something-something on Friday night. Uh-huh, okay. I'm the big dad kazoo, and I like to poo. I make all the girls go woo-woo. Like a pie in the sky, I'm the guy on the fly who breaks down the rhymes all the time. I watch you show weeds here and there. The milk weed is cool if Snoop likes to share. F-A-N dubs rock the mic. Bateman and Chunks are super fly. I'm just the intern kazoo who's a player to hate. Boy, you heard me there. It calls the fight. These rhymes are getting whacked, so I'm going to call it a hack. Better get my stuff and end this right. A thousand bitches out. <laughs> the belt is coming off. Uh, yeah, I, I say go ahead, Pedox. I hit him. Get that. I hate you so much. I couldn't even watch you during that. Don't ever do that again. Yeah, thank you, Pedox. I mean, seriously, never again. Here's what I want you to do. Turn around. You see Pedox's brother standing in the corner? Go up to him and apologize for being white. Just apologize for the 400 years of oppression. You don't have to apologize for that. Or apologize for being corny. Turn no, turn around. <laughs> apologize for being white. Turn around. Say it. You already did. I, I, I did. For being white again. Uh, I, believe you. <laughs> yeah. now, I believe you. Now turn around to Tommy and say, I apologize for being an intern. Tommy, I apologize for um, for being an intern. God, you suck. You already screwed everything up today. I had to yell at him three times already. What did I do? Now, apologize for the haircut in those ears. <laughs> no, this is a good haircut. Shut Where'd up. you get it from? Big uh, League no, haircuts. No, no. <laughs> Stop it. Why? No. No, no, no. I don't know if that's publicity they want. We'll yeah. take a break and we'll come back. <laughs> Would you want that walking around as your billboard? Sign up. Big enough. Uh, hey, I want to get caught up. There's another thing I want to start doing with uh, on Fridays, too. Getting caught up on the shows from the week, the television, because I don't get a chance to really go over our shows. I want to talk about Lost. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about weeds. Unfortunately, now I feel like I shouldn't talk about it because it was brought up. Um, Actually, uh, someone wants to comment on the song real quick. Oh, we Tim in the 352. Hey, man, what's going on? Okay, so now that Gazoo has done this, this last and horrible thing that he has done, I am going to have to dedicate a lot of pictures um, drawn to um, uh, show my disgust with his rapping abilities. Yeah, what do you think? Tim and the 352 is an awesome artist, and all yeah, his stuff is done, posted. Uh, done a bunch of posters for on us. On hideoutheretics.net. Oh, and I want to talk about Survivor and Jericho. I am. Now, I have something to say about Jericho. Let's talk about it all next. Pedox, I'd love for you and your brother to continue to hang out. we got Pinchy here, open door at uh, nine o'clock, uh, 10 o'clock, and a whole lot more to get done before then. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Well, LOL. Back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. It's Friday night, wrapping up Hour 2. Hope everyone has a safe and uh, epic weekend. Uh, while you're there, check out hideoutheretics.net, fullblownaids.com. Fullblownaids.com already has the interview up uh, with Dustin Diamond. And uh, roadradio.fm where you can watch real TV. Open door policy happens coming up at uh, 10 o'clock. Hey, I was talking to the boys over at the Matador, and here's what they're going to do next week, because it is Friday the 13th, and um, we do a hideout happy hour over there from uh, 5 to 8 every Friday, and they already have two-for-one drink specials and things like that. Um, just a little, you know, fun thing for you guys who end up showing up there, and you get there early, because Dubs and I are able to get there from about six to or 5 to 6.30, then obviously we have to vault and come do the show, but it runs until 8, and the first 13 people... Uh, there at five, they're gonna get free drinks. 
You're going to be, be able to get a free drink. So we'll have more details on that a week from tonight, October 13th. I know a lot of people are going to be downtown for the Do Action Sports Tour, or at least heading that way. we got some live broadcasts coming up at the Do Action Sports Tour Thursday um, and Beat Wild Bill and the Guitar Challenge. Um, we're going to be at, for Dubs' birthday, out at Halloween Horror Nights, Friday night, October 20th. We will have some Horror Nights tickets to give away tonight. And Monster Ween, October 27th. And that goes down at Sun on the Beach. Get your tickets, realradios.fm. Realradio.fm. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a little, you know, television. We don't get a chance to, uh, you know, obviously watch television as it, as it happens. Nothing really going on tonight. But a full week of stuff. We got our buddy Pinchy, uh, in the 440 here visiting with his lovely girlfriend. And, um. His fiance. No. Yeah, we talked right. about it already. We talked about it last night. I thought he was going to propose today at Universal. That's the rumors I've been hearing. <laughs> yeah, we covered that last night, too. On the Jaws ride? Yeah. <laughs> Just to make it special. Um, Dueling Dragons, because that's really where all the romance happens. But, all right, television shows this week. Let's do the weekly rundown. All right. Start with Monday. Have you watched The Heroes yet? No. I'm watching them tomorrow. <sighs> Come on. You got to get into it. And we're talking to one of the guys from Heroes, I think, next week. Yeah. So that should be a lot of fun. Studio 60, what did you think of it? Did you? Loved it. It's still week three. It's holding up it's for you? It's still very, very strong to me. I think it's getting better. Yeah. Uh, what was the, this last past This week? last one was the uh, the focus group, or mm-hmm. uh, whatever they call it, where they, uh, they go in and uh, show the show to uh, a group of people, and they answer questions on it and everything. And they get to decide. Here's what's so funny about focus groups is... Especially for something like music radio. We've mm-hmm. been at music radio stations before. And, they'll and they've do, done those. They'll do these focus groups as to what songs or what genre they should be playing. So, for example, at one of the rock stations we're at, you know, we played a lot of grunge. And the focus group came back that, well, we're not so much into grunge. Let's, we'd like to hear more 80s bands, hair bands, I guess, tested really well in mid-Michigan. Who knew? Yeah, I agree. So we then alter the playlist to play more 80s bands. Then they do another focus group, and the focus group comes back and says, you know, there's too much of the 80s the hair bands. We'd like to hear a little bit more Nirvana and uh, Pearl Jam. And I swear to Christ, for the two and a half years that we were there, it was the same flip, cycle. Flip-flop, flip-flop. It's like, why can't you just find a nice mix between the two and run with it? So, uh, focus groups are crap. Uh, our buddy Pinchy here turned me on to the show. Did you turn me on to the show, Weeds? I know someone did. No, I think you were already watching it. Okay, but um, Weeds on Showtime. Mm, I wish I had Showtime. You don't have it? No. Oh, you dumbass. What a loser. <laughs> Look at him. No Showtime. I have HBO and Stars. Why don't you turn around there I need and not to, participate I, in I this? need to get rid of Stars and get out of the Showtime. For those of you that don't know, Weeds is about a um, essentially a desperate housewife scenario where you got suburbanite moms... And one of them is making her living by selling dope. What did you think about the episode this week over there, uh, Pinchy? Um, I'm kind of, I don't know if I'm losing interest in it or not. Uh, I think it peaked a couple of weeks ago. It had a really good episode. Mm-hmm. And right now, they're caught in this whole love triangle where one of the moms, or the mom who's doing the dope dealing, uh, is married to a DEA agent. So it's gotten a little campy. It's so, funny. Do you think they're starting, like, uh, they're setting up a storyline right now, and maybe it'll get better in the next couple weeks? It, it appears like she, her and the DA agent, begin, they have an agreement right now, so mm-hmm. she doesn't get busted. It appears they may have a falling out, which could end up uh, turning out pretty good for the shows. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday. Not sure what's on Tuesday. Normally I watch, Nip like, Tuck. House. I don't watch Nip Tuck. What, what, mm. How was Nip Tuck this week? Saw Rosie O'Donnell's ass. Oh, why? I'm never watching that show. <laughs> I, all I hear out of it is horror. 
It's wonderful. I love it. That and a whole bunch of penises, right? Yeah. No, there's always like penises in that. No, there's no penises on there. Or like guys doing each other. Uh, that might be on some of them, but oh. <laughs> she just <laughs> the wishes. Episode, Chunks, Chunks is like, the show's so gay, and I go, I guess you missed the uh, mother-daughter threesome last night. She's like, oh, I think it's That's gay. Odd too. That's still gay. <laughs> I, I mean, no, it's not. technically, it's two chicks. That could still be gay, lesbian. It's still this. Yeah, that doesn't count. Um, Wednesday. All right, here's where I'm really disappointed. Jericho. Yes. I gave it a chance. I am done with Jericho. I found myself fast-forwarding through it. For those of you that aren't watching Jericho, this is the show where, I guess, a whole bunch of nuclear bombs go off in different mm. cities around the nation. And it's they, they sold it like it was going to be a lost. You know what I mean? And mm. you're trying to figure out what's going on. You it just is, don't care. It is such a middle America, red state, George W. Bush Republican commercial about this is what could happen in any small town USA, and this is why you got to fear and not vote for the Democrats. I don't. I, I I don't find myself afraid of anything during it, though. I find myself bored. I'm afraid of falling asleep and uh, not being able to stay awake to watch the rest of the stuff in my DVR. Mm-hmm. That's why I began fast forwarding through it. On the other hand, also on Wednesday. Lost. What'd you think of Lost this week, though? Loved it. Loved it. Did you, Pinchy? Tommy, have you watched Lost yet? Yeah, I um, I still think the first season was the best because there's like, even though we're, we still have no idea what's going on, I still kind of like the supernatural stuff where we're like, what the hell was that in the woods over there? I can't, uh, I can't get behind Lost. I'm thinking about punching out on Lost too. Well, you never really were into Lost. I'm, I'm off and on. Here's the thing: I can't invest the time. Like, I watched the recap. I pretty much know what's going on through you guys. Mm-hmm. And it just, here's what it is. You're having a conversation with your buddy, and you're repeating the same thing over and over. And he's not giving you any sort of an answer. And it's you get frustrated, and it's like pulling teeth. That, to me, is what Lost is. You're not getting any answers, or at least you're not getting them fast enough. I'm going to wait until the whole thing is replaying on TNT and be five years off. And I'll be happy with that, like I'm in ER right now. Right now, I love the anticipation. I love uh, not knowing what's going to happen next. I don't need the instant gratification. I got to have it. What do you think, Pinchy? Well, I was just going to say before that uh, I was getting ready to fly down here on Wednesday, so I didn't get a chance to see it. So I I grabbed it off the internet and actually watched it on the plane. Oh, Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. they, and they re- they How re-showed the yeah. they re-showed the plane breaking up yes. in the sky and, oh, and oh, I, kept, no. I kept playing it over and over and over again. <laughs> I was hoping everyone around me was watching. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. We're gonna have to ask. We're gonna have to make a uh, landing. Uh, you're gonna have to get off the plane now. I mean, you, I guess you find out some stuff about the others that they live in apartments or houses. Yeah, they have a whole little town. It's not. And you they're know. from the Dharma Initiative. Not enough for me. I like the long. I don't know. I I just yeah, like I, the long drawn outness of it. I like, and it, yeah. it, when you because it's not like this is going on over a three year period. What we're on like the forty fifth day or something like I, that. Like sixtieth. A sixtieth day. Yeah. Uh, All right. Bottle Cap says you realize that Lost is a show where they've kept it going without a plot for multiple seasons. It's all a dream sequence for a retarded kid, and it's just all displaced. Whatever. It's awesome. It seems like it's a fine show. I just don't think one of the best shows on TV. Oh, listen, it's layered. It's they're not enough. They got to kick it two hours or something. I would love that. Yeah, I need more it's of just, a payoff. It's every just week. like uh, with uh, Entourage for me. That one has to be an hour every week. 
Definitely. Entourage. I'm watching the old ones. They're rerunning that on HBO right now. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Lori in the 321. What's up, Lori? Hey, how are you guys? Fantastic. Oh, you guys are so funny, and I enjoy uh, my time listening to you because I get home late. Thank you. Advertising, and it's so funny when I heard you say that you fast forward to the commercials of PR because you're afraid to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. My husband does exactly that. I, and oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I just said like I fast forward through these uh, through these TV uh, with my DVR. And I've even started fast-forwarding through content because, mm-hmm. the, like, a show like Jericho and Survivor last night. I'll get to that in a oh. second. That's another one I'm about to punch out on. What were you going to say, though? Go ahead. Well, he does the same thing, and I'm like, well, honey, this is my business. And I don't like to see some of the good commercials. There's a lot of crappy ones out there. But I'm like, oh, my God. He's like, well, I'm afraid I'm going to fall asleep in the middle of it. No, absolutely. Hey, thank you, Laura. Here's the other thing about it, too. Um, Like, honestly... I couldn't imagine television revenue being worth anything anymore. Mm-mm. You know they, what they're thinking about doing with the TiVos? Not and, allowing you to fast forward? Well, that and uh, the uh, the actual stations are going to start doing uh, ads where instead of like a moving you know, ad, they're going to do just block pictures of the product. So when you're fast forwarding through, you have to still see like uh, the main info that they want you to see. That's a great idea. They're I have, have no to, problem with that. They're going to have to, uh, you know, adjust to the times. I want to take a break and come back. I want to ask you about the nine and mm-hmm. what you thought about the nine. I want to yeah. talk about Survivor and a couple of other things. It's a, we have a few calls on the nine and lost. It's a hideout. Row Radio what a four point one. It's Friday night in the hideouts. Row Radio one hundred four point one. Check it out. Pick your pony with the hideout. What you need to do right here is uh, go freaking see who you think will end up uh, winning hideout fantasy football, and then from there we will have the opportunity for you to uh, win a catered party for up to twenty from Wing Street. Row mm. Radio um, Also, too, we have the uh, final score square challenge. Game of the week is Dallas at Philly. Those of you who got qualified for those squares, that is already up on RealRadio.fm. And, of course, Helmet of Shame. We only have 53 minutes, and then we're going to cut off the uh, acceptance mm-hmm. for the penis pictures. I'll do a final tally probably next break. From Drunky the Bear, for Drunky the Bear, the interns, and... The Tally Whacker Tally? Is that what you call it? I can't believe we didn't think of that mm-hmm. earlier. Um, so, uh, and also, too, who, uh, Bike Here's BJ, your cousin. Yes. So we will get to all that in just a little bit. Open door in about 50 minutes. So 407-916-104. Obviously, you should be listening to The Hideout all week long, and we get caught up on DVR on all our shows at the end of the week. I want to start talking about them on Friday. We've already covered Weeds. We've already covered um, Heroes, Studio 60. We're all over Heroes in Studio 60. Weeds, I'm starting to weigh from. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Underground lost me with Damon Wayans. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it one more try because I believe in what he's trying to do, but it's kind of it kind of lost me a little bit. We've talked about houses of reruns. We didn't get to talk, but there's nothing really there to talk about. Um, other than that, oh, Lost. I said about Lost, can't stick with it. Derek in the 321. Not enough of a payoff for me. All right, Hefe, you got to stick with it because they answer all sorts of questions. You just have to pay attention. You like, have to really look they, for them. You have to uh, kind of everything. Everything in there is a hint. Right. Like at the end of the very first season, 
um, the shark that attacked Sawyer had a Dharma Initiative logo on it. And then this week you figured out, okay, well, the reason there was a polar bear in the woods, the shark had the logo on its uh, fin, was because that they've been uh, testing on animals and things like that. That's they where they're holding. That's, that's where they're holding Jack and all those people in those uh, cages that they had, like the polar bear what and the shark. The, what about the people, though? Who are they? Why won't they just tell them who they are? It's not their fault. Their plane crashed. Why are they so secretive? Because they've become cut off from the outside world, and when that happens, you're afraid of everything that's outside of your comfort zone or your realm, and that's why they're acting this way. Now. Now, Derek, maybe you can help me out with this one. Uh, okay. They had they had a big file on Jack. How did they have that? They have a big file on Jack. Yeah, if you saw in the last episode, they like essentially yeah. knew his whole life. They basically. I am not sure where that's coming about. Um, if you paid attention to um, last season, at the end, they uh, had all these. Um, commercials for HansoFoundation.org. Yes, I I went to there too. Well, and if you followed all of that during the summer while they were playing the reruns, it turns out that the guy that's running the Hanso Foundation has all of these um, different projects going on, and he's got connections all over the place. So I think that it's going to start coming down to their um, they they can track and. Um, See, I, I, I don't. I, it's going somewhere, but I'm not sure. But it's, this is the problem with it, though. I mean, you that's gotta, the great part about it. You no. don't. You don't need to know where it's going at all points. You hear it's, all this? I just said it right there. It's that's all homework. Connected. You just have to figure it out. And another show you guys should really get into that I've been watching. Hmm. Smith. It's on Tuesday night. All right, Smith. I'll, I'll check that one out on the DVR. Here's what I figured out too. Also about uh, CBS. Awful network. Mm. Other than David Letterman, which is uh, awesome. We talked about Jericho and how it's a red state show. So is this The Unit. I tried watching The Unit because I like Dennis Haspert because of... Uh... Oh, you thought it meant something else. <laughs> <laughs> I was disappointed. I thought it was going to be a lot coming out. I was be a lot of shower scenes. Um, and there's another one of those. I just can't get behind it. I think CBS is sorely lacking behind any sort of innovation or anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm watching one CBS show right now. I don't blame you. I think I'm about to point. All right, so Survivor <laughs> and the racial Survivor. Ugh. Terrible. They integrated, and it was an awful idea. Mm-hmm. It's back to regular Survivor, which I hated. I've been saying that for years. Just keep everything separate. <laughs> but equal. <laughs> as long as it can be equal. Mm. Well, now you've lost me. So... <laughs> But I, the Survivor, it's the same stupid game over and over. And I look up, and they're already in the middle of their stupid challenge, and they've already voted off the hottest chick, and I can't, I think, and I'm fast-forwarding through it last night. Mm-hmm. And I officially don't care, so I think I'm now done with Survivor 2. I think it's over. What else are you going to watch? Mm-hmm. Is there anything else out there? Is that everything? There's so many shows that start off with promise, and the only ones that have truly impressed me this year are... Heroes and Studio 6, the NBC shows. What do you think of the nine? Haven't watched it yet. You haven't watched it yet? Mm-mm. I think you'll like it. It's going to be another one of these Lost shows, right? I don't do think home- so. you got to go online and do homework. It doesn't seem as layered as Lost. Well, am I going to have to write a report for it next, too? I did read uh, a Lost book. See, this is what I'm saying. You don't even read books. I do, too. I have, like, four of them. <laughs> <laughs> One on Lost, Private Parts, and, uh... Never read Private Parts. 
It was actually pretty good. Uh, I tried to tell you guys this at the beginning of the Survivor Series. I know. Yeah, Pete. Everybody was all excited about this segregated Survivor. If they would have kept it the way it was going, it was it was good. It was at least watchable. Here's where it was good. Where they were all segregated, then they had to come together, and it was awkward. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it was like, do I talk to the white folks, or is my tribe going to feel like I shouldn't be, or what? Mm-hmm. They should have done more of that, where they were all still stayed segregated. Let's go to Lindsay in the 407. They blew it! What's up, Lindsay? Hey. You're on the air. Go ahead. Um, what do you guys think? Do you guys ever watch The Office? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I love The Office. And The Office is probably, I'm going to say, maybe the funniest show on television right now. That's why I hear. Yeah, absolutely. You don't watch it? Mm-mm. Damn, Dubs. What are you wasting your time on? Reading Lost books? Yep. That and uh, Madden Online. <laughs> You can wa- you can play Madden online while you're watching The Office. Not I need all 52 inches. Is Lindsay still there? What? Mm-hmm. Off my TV. Oh, and, uh, all right. I think it's time you're talking about something else. Is Lindsay still there? No. Why'd you hang up? I wanted to ask her what she, what she thought about how The Office is going. Oh, that's one time you've ever wanted to go back to the caller. Well, sure. She <laughs> has taste, obviously, in uh, TV shows. Yeah, Pinchy. Going back to Wednesday, anyone see South Park? No. I, I totally forgot they were doing a, a new season. Or it, I would have been. It's one of those that's too far down the dial for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I usually just stick with the networks, and I'm always forgetting about stuff on FX and on Comedy Central, and they replay it a trillion times. I'll be able to watch it Saturday night, you know. Was it good, though? I didn't see it. I want to know if anyone saw it. So. Well, then why are you bringing it up, then? Why are you making me <laughs> all, all envious? I was looking forward to your review, and then I get nothing out They're of teasing. you. teasing. Let me ask you, P-Docs, because right now you are a representative in the community. P-Docs, um... Um, are there any good black shows out there, quote-unquote? <laughs> Flavor of Love. That's the only no. one that's been maintained. That's a black season. show? Like, quote-unquote? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I was just wondering. It's got an all-black cast now. They got rid of the last uh, white girl that <laughs> was on there. No, did he really? No, don't be. I, and don't honestly, worry, I mean, she was the hottest one. Enough. She was the hottest one. Mm. I like the crazy uh, white chick. That's the one they got no, rid no, of? No, no, not no, not the one with the long hair. The one that was southern, but she talked like kind of, quote-unquote, ghetto. And everyone thought she was trying to like make fun of black people. I don't Tiger? remember. I don't know her name. All right, I, gotta, I don't I, know. She was hot though. I got a weird kind of probably crazy. Crazy got cut last. Ah, uh, Hefe, you want Lindsay back? There she is. Lindsay, what are you thinking? How's the office going? Um. Are you happy I with it or no? Say, not really. Why Ever not? Ever since Jim left, I think. Yeah, Jim. I, I'm into the whole Dwight Jim. Um, pranks, and ever since Jim's gone, I think it just got a little bit boring. Here's the thing. Jim was the guy who was in the... St- uh, he was- that's why I'm not watching it. Shut up. You aren't watching it anyway because <laughs> you're too busy with Madden Online. Mm. He's going to come back. Although, I'll say this. He was the guy who was in the original office mm-hmm. uh, who had the sexual tension with the secretary. Like, kind of, He was kind of running that angle, and he'd also pick on the nerd. He moved on to another office. And now, it's funny because they do like these... These team-building games at his new office where they all get online and play Call of Duty and they play against each other. It's hilarious. But anyway, there's this really hot chick who seems to be into him who's way hotter than the secretary was. I like where it's going. I think it's funny. And you got to think, too, how talented the people are that were from that Daily Show. Like oh, originally, yeah. All Steve, those people are just spinning off and doing great. Steve Carell, obviously, I think the funniest show on television is still uh, The Colbert, Colbert Report. And even one of the new Daily Show guys has now shown up on The Office, too, and he's kicking ass. Let's go to Bill in the 321. What's up, Bill? Hey, Dub, you would have loved South Park this last week. Uh, sort of had the whole uh, idea that The Office went by where they were playing uh, Call of Duty online. Uh, all right. And uh, 
all the kids were playing one of those fantasy online games and just some other off-the-wall dude, whatever, was uh, going through killing everybody. And all the higher-ups higher in the game were, like, freaking out, thinking nobody was going to play the game until Cartman and all the boys got together and eventually uh, slaughtered this guy. Here's what I here's what I like um, checking out, too, about South Park. It's always so current. We talked to someone last night. What was his name? Like, Josh... Um, McClue. McClue or McHugh or something. McHugh, yeah. He was a buddy like of Trey Parker and Matt Stone. And just how it is made that week. Mm-hmm. And essentially, no one on that staff sleeps for the 48 hours before the show airs. Because they're still piecing everything together. That's why it's so great. They can keep it, you know, current and fresh. Lenny in the 407. What's up, Lenny? Hey, guys. How's it going? All right. Hey, man. Um, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse or anything, <laughs> but the one show I missed the other night was... And I heard it the next morning on the monsters. What was up with Screech the other night, man? <laughs> All right. All right. Here's what I want you to do, because that's okay. I mean, a lot of people, they're just now tuning in now. Here's what I want you to do. If you go to a, a website, we got into a fight with him mm-hmm. because we wanted to ask him about his comic career, and he got his feelings hurt because we played a podcast that um, that someone else was essentially talking trash about him. Go to fullblownaids.com. Uh, very easy to remember. Yes. You're not going to forget that. Blown AIDS. And uh, Bipolar Steve has put up the whole yeah. interview, and you can hear what exactly happened between us and Dustin Diamond, who's playing at the Improv this weekend. Yeah, Pinchy. I do want to say, though, that since it is Friday, the uh, third season of the best show on TV is uh, actually airing right now. To Catch a Predator? Battlestar Galactica. Oh, Get out. Boy, oh, boy. No. Get didn't, out. You, didn't you bring me that? I thought you were going to bring me that, or did... Uh, SD well, bring I, that. I did. I have it with me, yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Was that one of the gifts yeah, that I wasn't supposed to know about? <laughs> I told him that seems like a show that I would get into. It is. It's less about sci-fi and more about drama, is really. Is that the one is. with MacGyver on it? No, no that's, that's, that's Stargate. Oh, Stargate. Same thing. Stargate. I, here's the thing about those shows. Those actually kind of look fun to me. Do they? I think I would, if... If there wasn't such a stigma on it, I think I'd watch a lot more of the sci-fi you channel. Big fan of Xena? But I don't want to be that nerd guy. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, obviously you look at me and I'm an athlete and I'm from, <laughs> and I'm from the hood. Yeah. But uh, he is a basketball player. <laughs> LOL. I think if I went back to my hood and my boys saw me watching the sci-fi LOL. network, they'd give me a little trash. LOL. What the hell's wrong with you guys? Let's go to Ogre in 352. What's up, Ogre? Hey, what's happening, guys? Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, you're not the only ones that had a pissing match with old Screech. Mm-hmm. I was flipping through the radio stations earlier this afternoon, and uh, one of your, the local rock stations there in Orlando, they had a problem with them about, oh, back six months ago or whatever, and they sent a bunch of their fans over there to heckle them in the, during the middle of the show. Yeah, they're pretending. They're pretending like it's their bit when it's actually ours, and you fell for it, and their stupid little thing is working. Scott in the 407. What's up, Scott? Hey, since you have Showtime, uh, I haven't seen IDVR today. I have to watch this week. How about that Dexter, that new series out? I did record it. Dexter, he's a serial killer who works for like a CSI unit. I've heard nothing but good things about it. I recorded it. I, I watched it a little bit while I was cleaning up, so I got it sitting on my DVR for this weekend. It looks dark and not even so much funny. It just looks really dark. The opening scene is him essentially tying down this guy and cutting him open. <laughs> And, like, <laughs> drilling into him. I know Tommy loves that. Oh. Yeah. A good writer. Huh. So. So let's run down the uh, good ones. 
Studio 60. Yes. Heroes. Heroes. Got to get behind Heroes. I like the nine. I think it's going to be good. Only one, only one episode in, but I think it's going to be good. I'll I'll watch the nine and Dexter this weekend and get back at you on that. All right. I watch House. I watch Bones. My chick likes Bones because she's an anthropologist. And uh, it seems like they're narrowly shooting for anthropologists because it's great for her, but I don't know who else would be interested in it. I watch Standoff. Justice is another good one. What's that on? Uh, it's one that one's on Fox, and that's okay. one of those lawyer shows. But the guy's kind of an ass, kind of like House. But okay. at the end, here's what Justice, what they do, and it's different, and I like it. They show how the actual murder happened at the very end of the whole trial thing, and so that you can kind of get behind too. So that's really the only TV that's out there. None of the reality shows are any good. Some people, I know, uh, Empty Howie brings up Prison Break. I I'm not interested in Prison. It's break. pretty good. I can't get into it. I know Matt DVRs it at home, and every time before he gets a chance to watch it, I like to erase it. I watched like the first Criminal Intent of the uh, the season, and I thought that was decent. Criminal Intent. Oh, uh, Law and Orders. Yeah, can't get behind too many of them. Yeah, I I haven't watched them really in a long time unless it's just like the only thing on on a rerun. I'll watch the rerun. Yeah, P Docs. You know what show I started watching again recently? The Equalizer. Remember that one? Mm-mm. What's the Equalizer? The Equalizer? Mike Kane. The Equalizer. From the 80s? Yes. Yeah, I knew you would know. When you said MacGyver, that's what reminded me of. Uh, what is it on? Like on, TV It's Land? on Sleuth. It comes on the Sleuth Network. What's the Sleuth Network? You don't know what the Sleuth Network No. Does on, that you guys got it? DVRs and I, all this Hashitashi. I've never heard of this, P-Dogs. What is it? The Sleuth Network. It's when they play like Night Rider, the 18 really? Miami Vice TV series. I didn't know. Oh, the man, Equalizer is with Michael Caine, that old like British exactly, guy. Exactly, that's Michael Caine. Yeah, the, he was the father in uh, Austin Powers. That's my he was man. also the Tom guy who, who banged uh, the hot chick in Blame It on Rio, his friend's daughter. So all right, so this sleuth, is it on Bright House? Yeah. Which well, I, I have direct TV, so I'm sure that they're one and the same. But. All right, well, then maybe Dubs can check that one out. Mm. All right, there it is. Those are our recommendations. I like to do this on Friday and talk and get caught up. Um, I highly recommend, though, Studio 60 Heroes. And I guess maybe the nine. If Dub says it's good, Lost, I think there's no reason for you to get into it. Lost is great. Watch it. Overrated. It. I'll give you a fish biscuit if you watch it. <laughs> it's the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Only took the bear two hours. Um, man, it's Friday night. It's already 9.30? Yeah. Get the hell out of here. I love Fridays, man. They fly by. Fancy football. It's part of the happy hour, too. You know, we uh, we go out and do that. And they're, then we, we rush back here, and the show's already starting. They're uh, they're giving out those free drinks, first 13 people out there, because it is Friday the 13th. Next week? Yeah, next week mm-hmm. um, at the Matador in the Hideout Happy Hour. And I love these guys from FullBlownAids.com coming down. Last week it was SD, now it's Pinchy. Although I was saying it's kind of awkward with Pinchy, though. Why? Because he looks like one of my ex's friends, who I was kind of friends with. I'm glad you packed the friends on there. No, not an ex. <laughs> He's a good-looking dude, though. Whatever. Ugh. I like his shirt. <laughs> Looks well, like a soccer player. All, all lacrosse. The, all the people from the boards never look like what I think they're gonna look like. And the odd thing is, I met Pinchy before. Me too. But I, I didn't know it was Pinchy back then. Yeah, back when we were at JFK at, uh, mm. for, with Ron and Fest. I remember it like it was yesterday. Also, I met no a guy. Way. Yeah, I met a guy. Uh, we met a guy at the Matador. Damn, I can't remember his name now. Do you, Kelly? Mm-hmm. Dude named Kelly. And he was like, wow, I could have sworn, Hefe, you would have looked like Dubs. And Dubs would have looked like you. And I'm like, what? So. You thought I would be the short, fat one. <laughs> That's what I said. And he goes, yeah. I'm like, God, <laughs> man, come on. You can't at least pretend for a second. <laughs> oh, no, you're not fat. 
You want that. You want him to stroke you a little bit. I was fishing. Yes, I was. <laughs> oh, dude. All right, you want to you get real uncomfortable for a second? Do you want to go to El Ross first real quick? No, we'll get uncomfortable. Sure, I always love going to El Ross. El Ross hey. in the 407. What's up, hey, buddy? Guys, what's up? What you got? Hey, for uh, for one reason or another, I've been uh, listening to the other guys across the street, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on hold. And uh, what they have been claiming that, you know, they pretty much invented bashing screech. Wow. All right, hold on a second. Congratulations. I guess you were around in I'm 1991. Sorry. I'm sorry. A.C. Slater invented that. Right, exactly. <laughs> but this is the funny part, guys. So their whole bit tonight was to send their fans down to the improv to heckle Screech. Uh-huh. And they were, uh, they were billing it as, uh, we're going to shut Screech down. We're going to totally destroy his show, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, the, the payoff turns out to be that their fans get down there and are too pushed out by security <laughs> to say a single word to Screech. So now their show is pretty much, uh, you know what, our fans really suck. Uh, of course they do, because they listen to you, and you really suck. And guess <laughs> what? If we really wanted to, we could have shut down the Screech show. We don't care Exactly, enough. exactly. And speaking of shutting down shows, uh, you know, if you if you want to help do that, check out Hot Out Here Takes Out that tonight, guys. All Bye. right, thank you. Of course it sucks. Who the hell is going to get behind a show that's so basic and hack? Who would do that? Here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to get behind Green Day, <laughs> and I'll do it for Incubus. Clowns, man. This business is just full of clowns. No talent, hide behind the music, ass clowns. Pretend to do something. Congra- All right, I'll tell you what, then. Congratulations. You invented picking on Screech. <laughs> Oh my God! Hold we'll on. We'll give you that one. Hold on. We, you, we need the. Is there an award around here? Give him the Let one. Me, give him the one up for Mario. Oh, okay. There you go. That's, Enjoy that. Ooh. There's the notch. Three of them. There's the notch on your belt. I wouldn't even, dude. I wouldn't even going into last night's interview trying to uh, start anything. I wanted to have a conversation with yeah. a guy, a real conversation, and he couldn't handle it. That's why that happened. We weren't. Trying to get attention. And you dumbasses have such a woody for us. You listen during your show. You go on the air and parrot what we say. Purposely confusing listeners as to what they are, what they're listening to. You sit there while you got your double shot, a filter, <laughs> to find out what exactly is going on in the radio world and listen to us. I know you do. And thank you, because you're a heretic at heart. we got a filter coming up. Take a picture. Uh, uh, by the way, we have new pictures up on uh, realradio.fm. Uh, make sure you go check those out. Uh, hey, it's, not your, it's not your website, even though you so badly want it to be. Oh, I'm not going to plug their website. I don't even know it. I don't no, know. I don't I'm know sure the they would say that. Yeah. I'm sure they listen to us so much they get confused as to what's their website and what's ours. Hell, you're probably posting on hideoutheretics.net. You're such a big fan. Ooh, we have a we have one of their fans. Hello, fan. Uh oh, look out, fan. Oh, that boy rules. <laughs> uh oh. I re- I really enjoy their show. Their bits are great. That's great. I, I love whatever crappy music they're playing right now. That's great. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I hate, hate radio. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate it. I'm ready to go do my true calling. I don't think you get paid for gay sex. 
I guess he can. I was thinking more underwear model. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> we'll call you the streak. I think. I uh, I was thinking about getting out there. There's got to be a market for uh, overweight, hairy guys and tidy whities. <laughs> I don't know why that. I don't know why that's not on a billboard. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you want to hear something disgusting? All right, so I'm shaving my back today. <laughs> and I realized the other day, like, because I can't even get it all completely because I got just like one of these little trimmers. Mm-hmm. And so my favorite side to shave because I'm right-handed is like my right wing back here, you know, and shoulder blades. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there for two minutes trying to make my arm long enough to go around to the left wing. And it's not happening, so I'm, I'm like, contorting myself. It literally looks like a forest uh, or a map of a forest from Lord of the Rings. And just different spots everywhere. And I'm sure, just like the trees, my back hair talks. Oh, God, no more. And so now I don't know what to do with it. Where do I go from there? I wish I had some help for you, bro. I really don't know. I, I'm disgusted, though. Here's what I almost did. I almost called my chick in and said, how about a hand? I would have. Let's go. Would you, I, you don't have to go on the air, but would you shave uh, Pinchy's back? Get rid of her, then. She doesn't love you, Pinchy. <laughs> I'm totally hairless. That's hot. Like a dolphin. That's hot. Richie in the 407. What's up, Richie? Hey, what's up, guys? I just want to know why you're illing on my little, my boys across the street. They're my favorite. Thank you, Richie. Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy? Yeah, I just wanted to tell you how we got the name of our band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, every, time, yeah, every time I grab my ankles, our drummer falls out. All right. <laughs> There's the interesting stuff you're getting on music radio. Wild Hawk in the 407. Uh, Dubs? Yeah. Uh, I have to correct you, man. Mm. Uh, take it from me, there's a lot of money in gay sex. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Wild Hawk. <sighs> we'll see you on the good side of this one. Fall Out Boy. 92 on the edge. Shut up. Turn him off. Turn him off. I'm not interested in hearing Gazoo. You got him trained. He stopped right away. Yeah, because I no, yelled at him I, yesterday. I almost slit his throat. I turned his mic off before he even <laughs> asked me to turn his mic off. <laughs> you see those two douchebags just sitting there? So, uh... Let's go ahead and turn on the hideout. <laughs> what are they doing? Hmm. Yeah, we could talk about that. We'll just pretend it's our own. It's the same every market you go to. Mm-hmm. We'll just start calling them Big O and Dukes. <laughs> I like that. But Big O and Dukes have talent. Yeah, I like Dukes. A little more. Half of them does. <laughs> All right, Duke says talent. Otherwise, here's what we're going to do. Schneider is his friend. We're going to reinvent radio by making fun of Screech and doing parody songs. <laughs> Look at us, we're wacky. Why can't people like that get in a car accident? Like a bad one. You know, you heard about the one rapper who got hit by a U-Haul? Why does that happen to that guy? <laughs> 
How come these guys aren't accidentally getting their throats slit on the weekend, like tripping in their kitchen and having a kitchen knife go through their spinal cord, just choking on their own spinal fluid and blood? <laughs> just thinking to myself, wow. At least I left a mark in this world. I invented goofing on Screech. <laughs> At least I'll be remembered. It's all worth it, gargle, gargle. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and then I get these lovely little ten numbers. I don't need that right now. You hold on to that. That'll be fun. So scary talented. Douchebags. Here's what sucks, though. Everywhere we've been, we've had to deal with the same douchebags. It's just mm -hmm. different names. But it's the same hack get, uh, gimmick. It never ends. Guess what? We were in music radio, too. Guess what? We got to hide the music. Guess what? We were number one instantly. It's easy where instead of filling time with jokes, you got rock stars doing it for you. Here, instead of doing original material, I'm going to hand it over to Dave Grohl and let him do his best. <laughs> Sorry, Dave Grohl's best is probably better than mine. Seven out of ten times. Three out of ten, though, I own Dave Grohl. <laughs> Who is this? Is this Foo Fighters? Yeah. They really D fell off, too. No. I, I like their new stuff. I hate I'll it. I'll admit this. Dave Grohl's probably one of those guys I'd have sex with. <laughs> He's talented. Cock's <laughs> just staring at you now. He looks like he'd enjoy... Oh, whatever. You want Billy Crudup. <laughs> you admitted it before. I didn't admit that. I said if I had to. Ooh, sorry. Seems like it's the same thing to me. Whatever, you wanted to marry Ice Cube. Yeah, I would, because I'm from the hood. <laughs> no, you're not. Oak Cliff, Silver Spring, Ann Arbor. Well, you better yeah, Ann Arbor. Snow. Hardcore. You never lived on North Campus housing <laughs> playing basketball against 20 Asians, <laughs> did you? That does sound scary. I can't Those swim. are the last uh, living reptiles. Flying <laughs> reptiles. You're such an ass. <laughs> They're hollow bones. and You're such a dummy. Uh, long talons. I actually began to... What's wrong with you? I actually began to learn uh, what pick and roll sounded like in Mandarin. I think that's it. Mm -hmm. It's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Open door policy in 15 minutes. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. We're also going to give away Halloween Horror Night tickets, two action sports tour tickets during the open door, during the 10 o'clock hour. And those of you uh, listening will have an opportunity to win. So not just Wonderful. those of you showing up. RealRadio.fm, HideoutHeretics.net, FullBlownAids.com. Quick shout-out to Demand, who put together a fantastic DVD that we're showing out at the Matador. It looks mm. really good, so thank you to Demand for that. I'm glad he didn't give up on the hideout when he wasn't getting his ass kissed enough. <laughs> that was good to know. Oh, people get frustrated every once in a while it happens. What do you want to do here? we got two ways we could go. MySpace getting older and my mom's MySpace survey or the Optimus Prime thing with the uh, Optimus Prime. I have to hear about your mom. I purposely skipped over that because you sent it to me because I wanted to hear it on the air. Sad, dude. My uh, Your mom uh, filled out one of these MySpace surveys, 
you know, that people post up on the comments. Well, first of all, did you see what, uh, what MySpace is putting out there now? What? Where their demographic, nearly 41% of it these days, is in that 35 to 54 age group. I don't believe that. I would believe maybe 22 to uh, 35. I wouldn't say that old. Well, I think they say 54 when the majority of it, and I might just drop my headphones, so I don't know if that's what you're saying, but I would think like 35 to 45. I was thinking 22 to 35 would probably be the biggest, but maybe not. But um, they wanted to put this out there, and they say the under 18 crowd, which made up 25% of MySpace at one time, is now uh, down to like 12%, according to ComScore, their analysis from Oh, you want to talk about weird hmm. real fast. So I go to my friend request, myspace.com slash elhefe7, E-L-J-E-F-E-7. And who do I have sitting there staring me in the face but dubs this chick? Yeah, I got it too. Yeah. What do you think of that? She's it, finally on the bandwagon. It was, um, it felt creepy to me. Why? Because normally when a chick adds me on MySpace, I immediately go and look at the rest of her photos to see if she's hot or not. And then you send her your uh, uh, AOL name. Hey, hit me up. Feel free. Have fun with that. Radio El Jefe. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I was like, I don't even know if I should be looking at her profile because I... Why? Just because I'll be thinking 30 thoughts again. Not with those pictures. There's one right in the middle of her and uh, Justin next to each other. His big head in the way. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, you didn't look at the pictures? I told you I couldn't look at them. Do it. Damn you, I'm going to have to go look at him now. I didn't look at the pictures. So. What do you think about yeah, What do you think about your chick? Now my chick's on MySpace. And... Mm-hmm. I've told her to get one forever because she, uh, she trolls it all the time. But she refuses to make a page. What do you mean, trolls it? She'll just go around looking at people she went to high school with, seeing, like laughing at them, making she's fun on, of them. She's online right now. Is she? Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I feel guilty looking at this, like I shouldn't be looking at it. Why? I don't know. Just because. Wow, she's already got a lot of comments. Does she? It doesn't say how many friends she has, though. I don't know if she's hiding that or what. No, she. for some reason she can't see that either. Like, uh, when she actually goes to her page, but... Oh, God, look at these... What? <laughs> You're so gay. It's photos of you two. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? Oh, look at that queer cat. Oh, my cat's fat. No. My little Sadie Lou. Oh, my God. Look at you. Oh, yeah, you getting I, turned down over there? I do her. <laughs> I've thought about it before. Like, you I'm know, sure you have. I got this. All right, you want to hear something really creepy? Or is no. It, is it over the line? I really don't want to hear it, but go ahead. All right, so check this out. I got this one porn <laughs> uh, where... Hold on a where the chick in the porn looks just like your girlfriend. Right. But it's one of those scenes... Or it's two guys. <laughs> so I like to pre- I like to pretend that it's one night I'm staying the night at your house and don't say me and you. It's both of them. No, rather. no. I I would rather have you just be with her alone. And we're like giving each other high fives and everything. No. She can get mad that I'm talking about this. She probably not even listen. She doesn't listen anymore, does she? No, no. She doesn't listen at all. Look at these photos of you. This isn't J-Dubs. That's Justin Johnson. Yes, it is. In those photos. That's squeaky clean Johnson. 
Look at her looking at you. It's either all lovingly or scared because she's afraid you have a, like a knife. Oh, yeah. Ready to cut her. She knows I'm not above it. There, she knows there's a threat. I've never had to do it. I wonder if I work with you just because you look a lot like Dirk Nowitzki. You're kind of photogenic. Am I? A little bit. And then you see her in real life and you're like, God, man. A loser. So anyway, she's on page 52 of my uh, MySpace hey, friends no. list. Oh, I don't my. want all these people. All right, my added. bad. Well, you know they're going to go through and I find know, her. But you don't have to make it that easy. I didn't mean to. I honestly <laughs> didn't mean to. Uh, my apologies. I do Now I feel bad. I, I really didn't mean to do that. Um, so anyway, do you think that now that old people are getting to MySpace, they're going to like try to switch it up a little bit? Like the older crowd? How so? Like a whole bunch of flock flock of soul uh, flock of seagull videos. I don't know what flock of souls are, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's funny. <laughs> I'm coming down off my drunken stupid the matador. I'm allowed one of these. Radio Jihad. I have seen a lot of uh, older people. Like when uh, I always used to be really excited when I'd see new people on my high school page. Because it would be someone usually around my age range. And now it is like a lot of uh, mid-40s people. And people don't give up the style. I've seen nothing but huge bangs, tight, stonewashed jeans. Nice. Stockton shorts. (laughs) All of it. All right, so check this out. So my mother. Your bows? There's nothing wrong with your bows. That's 90s. We were wearing that. That was once I escaped the hood, though. Now, when you're wearing your jabos, tell me what color uh, scheme you worked. Well, it depends. A lot of times I wear uh, black collared shirts and mix up the jeans with red, turquoise, white, purple. Sometimes on one of those days, I'd mix in like a hypercolor shirt with the purple <laughs> jeans. It worked for me. Seems it. Should have worn like a red leather jacket with that. <laughs> no, that'd have been stupid. Look like a walking hemorrhoid. Speaking of, how is yours? Pretty much gone. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn, look at you. I know. I, this is the quickest turnaround I've ever had on one. Hey, real fast, too. Hot talk. So, I am, uh, I'm driving to pick you up before we go to the Matador, Mm -hmm. and this thing strikes me. I'm sitting there, and I see this really hot chick in a BMW checking her mail over at Dubs' place. And I'm thinking to myself that, you know, in life, you don't always like to say that one life is more valuable than another, and we always like to think that human beings are equal... But this chick was so hot, and I'm thinking, her naughty bits are worth so much more in life (laughs) than the average girl. Like, just by the virtue of her hotness and what she has between her legs, the monetary value and the stuff that she is going to get from that alone doubles that of your average chick. So if you cut it out and took it to a bank, what do you think they'd give you in return? For that chick? Mm-hmm. I bet you'd get a loan for about $200,000 and you're buying yourself a house. 
I could make a plastic mold of that and make 50 bucks on the street easily. I'd rather have it for, for each one. Chuck Jock. Hmm. But I'm serious. Then, like, you think of that chick, all right? And how hot she is. Hot talk. Then you see one of these fat heifers who's working at a 7-Eleven. And how little value that area has. Now, yeah. sure, is someone going to pay for it and maybe buy it a drink or two so they can forget about being with a cow? Obviously. <clears throat> but that one, like, let's say, you know, well, let's just, I want to break it down really quickly. Average date. Average date for the heifer that works at a 7 Eleven, you spend on her 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But with this girl that I saw at your complex, you're thinking a night out, maybe multiple nights out, maybe a gift or two. Before you even wait for it, you're going to invest three to five hundred dollars already on a percentage wise there. Now tell me if I'm wrong with this. Where's the pot talk thing? Pot talk. Um, when I think of a fat chick's area, oh, Jesus. for some reason, Bluto's mouth from Popeye comes to mind. For some reason, that's what I imagine it looks like. <laughs> I was an idiot. Oh, <laughs> it's odd because usually when you buy bigger plots of land, it costs more. Mm-hmm. Not in this case. It's the opposite. No, with this land, there's so much stuff already on it. You got to try to clear out to get the yeah, value of the that, land. It's swampy. I have to pee. Oh, <laughs> oh. old intern. Are oh, you want to hear? <laughs> Stopped. All right, I'm gonna throw up. Are oh, you want to hear what my mom wrote? Yeah. And just think if this makes you uncomfortable, just because it's my mom. On her MySpace, you know, because they have these bulletins and it's these questionnaires, getting to know you kind of stuff. <sighs> All right, number five on this. What's your favorite lunch meat? <laughs> what do you think of my mom? Roast wrote? beef. What do you think? That's what I think about. <laughs> Bologna. Oh, it's greasy. <sighs> number Is that seven. What it feels like when you hug. Uh, it gets worse. Number seven. This is my mom's MySpace bulletin, like. Here I am for the world to see. I can't say that. Pinchy. Pinchy from the corner. If you were another person, would you be friends with you? My mom's answer, absolutely, I'm so much fun. Number 12. What's your favorite cereal? You're going to learn a lot about my mom and her weight issues in these (laughs) answers. Pound Chocula. Kicks. Blueberry. Sugar crisp. <laughs> With that molesting bear on the cover? Yeah. <laughs> the ones that look like little roaches. <laughs> Number 15, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Pralings and cream. Maybe the most fattening ice mm-hmm. cream in the history of the world. Number 18, my mom's MySpace questionnaire. What is the least favorite thing about yourself? Your son. <laughs> that one egg I allowed to go to full term. <laughs> my homogenous belly. <laughs> That's what my mom wrote. Nice visual. Yeah. She's a teacher. Number 19, who do you miss the most? One of her friends having Mary nearby to drink with. And Dro. Aww. Not to drink with. 
And after I saw this, I sent her a little message. My, I love you. I'll call you this weekend. Did you actually know someone named Joe? <laughs> That's me. No, seriously. <laughs> Number 23 in my mom's uh, MySpace questionnaire. I wonder if my little brother's listening right now. What are you listening to right now? That's her question. What do you think it is? Her heart stopping? <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, a horde of kiddos coming down the hall. She teaches retards, right? Yes. She, she tells teaches kiddos? Spe- yeah, she, speeches, she teaches special ed. Special ed. <laughs> special ed. Retarded. And a horde, like they're animals and they're cattle, of kiddos. What's your bed like a fish biscuit? All right, you want to guess this? What's your favorite smell? My mom's MySpace questionnaire. If it's her student's underwear, I'm going to be very, <laughs> very disappointed. She's got a collection of them pinned down her wall. Just biting my Like tongue. she's Willie Mays Hayes, and she stole a bunch of bases. Now, mind you, this could go up. And favorite smell you can think, like, oh, crisp autumn morning, or, you know... A cake, I'm thinking. The beach. Pie. On a on a June afternoon. I didn't hear that, Tommy. Go ahead. I saw you feed the line. Just say it. <laughs> I didn't hear it, though. Just say it. Go <laughs> yeah. ahead. I want to hear it. What are you saying about my mama? <laughs> can't. He's just, you have to walk away. He's just losing it. <laughs> My mom's favorite smell? <laughs> My husband's ribeyes on the grill or brisket in the smoker. <laughs> Food! It's a very interesting insight into your life and your problems. Oh, you you know. All right, here's another one. The first thing you notice about people you are attracted to. This kind of ugs me out because this is my mom. You got a guess? Bald heads? That's creepy. That's the whole Oedipus thing. I hope not. Goatees. Stop. <laughs> Their eyes. So now I got this whole mental image in my mind that my mom, while making love, enjoys peering into her lover's eyes. <laughs> and that's her thing. And I don't know why that pops into my head, but that's the first thing to pop into my head. Only after biting their lips. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mom's MySpace questionnaire. It's a hideout rubber radio 104.1. Rubbing the rib cage. Stop it. Mm. <laughs> what color, number 37, what color of shirt are you wearing? Please say not, not wearing a shirt. Please, please, please. Dubs here, she has something in common with your mom, and she still thinks it's 1987 leopard print. <laughs> Do you have the Roseanne theme? To go behind this? I've always said my mom reminds me of Roseanne Bowen. Mm. Like an attitude and looks. and it, Like if I had to tell someone, you know, um, celebrity your, your mom most resembles, Roseanne Barr. Let's go to Chip Beef in the 407. Uh, yeah, I just want to know how much Hefe's mom's naughty bits are worth. Stop. <laughs> Such that. Like... A broken doorknob. Hey! Come on! It's my mother! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I got three more of these. Number 39. Hugs or kisses? 
Bear hugs. Oh, it's so creepy to think about hugs. Bear hugs. What did you watch on uh, TV last night? House in Boston Legal. Number 46, favorite sounds. Favorite sounds, didn't she already? No, what you're listening to right now is yeah. what... Your favorite, her favorite sounds. <laughs> Dinner bell? You're such an ass. <laughs> I hate you, Tommy. What'd you say? Dinner bell. <sighs> Ocean waves. <laughs> and finally, number 49, what's your special talent? <laughs> you son of a bitch, dude. Come on already. Being bossy, according to my family. <laughs> so that's what happens when your parents get a hold of MySpace. You'll learn a little too much information. Dude, I say we forward this questionnaire on to your mom. I will. Give it to me. And uh, see what she says. Forward it to me on my email or something, and I'll print it out for her. I will. Because she doesn't do the computer thing. I'll, oh, have to, yeah. I'll have to mail it to her in a nice big manila envelope. Please write back in crayon, preferably. <laughs> no, I, I don't even have to ask for that. We'll take a break. Come back with the open door. We'll get to know Pinchy a little bit better. We'll talk a little bit more to the heretics. We're going to give away Halloween Horror Nights tickets. Do action sports tour tickets. Friday night at the hideout continues on Real Radio 104.1. only uh, show the hideout brave enough to open up the doors and treat the listeners with respect as we allow you guys to come up and hang out with us each and every Friday from 10 to 11 o'clock real real radio.fm real TV so you can see what everybody looks like and we got a surly bunch tonight I can tell Mm -hmm. Uh, very excited about that in mere moments we shall be finding out who will be doing the nude well it won't be nude but the gay strip tease Mm mm-hmm for the Craig, the gay Craigslist ads. And I'm kind of shocked. Uh, you already know? I already know. Damn it. I would also, too, like to play some of the, play back to some of the email responses, because we haven't played all of them yet. All right. Um, so we'll do that in just a little bit. I want to get to know uh, Pinchy and uh, the 440, who's down on vacation. He's going to go out with us afterwards and drink, because after the open door, we always go out. Um, there are a couple of other things I want to do, too. We need to get an update from the claw. Uh, the Claw is here, from those of you who remember last week's show. Uh, go to hideoutheretics.net to get the isolation. The Claw is a kid who has seven fingers. Two on the right hand and left hand. Left? Oh, God, he just showed it to me. It's... <laughs> right. I'll give you my wallet. It's like he has scissors, and he's trying to take my uh, my money. Um, but uh, I want to talk to him about being out at anti-babe last week after the open door. And... I think part of the reason why you're not getting laid is you're wearing a Charlie Batch jersey. <laughs> I have a good old Lions one if you want it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. It's uh, it's somebody else. Then fine. <laughs> uh, but I thought that could be maybe the issue why you're not getting any ass and why he's a uh, a 21 year old virgin. The I'd guy. rather have that arm on my team than Batches though. Ah, uh, I hear you. Um, Dub's doing a little Lions here mm-hmm. before you on a Friday night. So anyway, so we got all that to get Steelers done. Steelers now. I want to talk to uh, to big hands, big hands. 
I know you're throwing a party tomorrow, housewarming party. I want you to point out which heretics aren't invited. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, you said that side of the room, not invited. Because I know Big Hand says no worries about calling people out. And we'll also do a whole bunch more. So uh, we're running a little late on breaks. Here's what we'll do. We'll take a break, we'll come back, and uh, we'll find out who's doing and who is going to we'll, have we'll, to perform. We'll reveal the Tallywhacker Tally. Yeah, the Tallywhacker Tally between Drunky the Bear... The interns and by curious BJ, mm-hmm. and we'll also play up the emails for you. What are you boys giggling with? I see Bong Swap Matt over there on his uh, computer. They run. All right, they're just looking at porn. <laughs> boys are just looking at porn, and that's it's not porn. All right, uh, it's not just porn. Turn it over. Let me see. Oh, you guys are dirty. Oh my god. What is it? It's chicks and toilets, essentially. Remember that one stunt we wanted to do? The uh, toilet seat junk drop? Mm -hmm. It's that, but with her head. Awesome. Yeah, that's a nice website that we're going to have to check out a little bit later on. So anyway, oh, here's the other thing I want to do, too, to give out these Halloween Horror Nights tickets. Keep that away from real TV, because I'm not going to get us in trouble. Um, Matt Albert lost in the Helmet of Shame. Helmet of Shame. Last weekend, I got Halloween Horror Nights tickets, and you can even begin to call now if you'd like to. Or Heretics if you want to step up. I got Halloween Horror Nights tickets, which, by the way, by the way we'll be broadcasting live Friday, October 20th, for Dubs' birthday, so you better be there, because we're going to go there, we're going to do the show, and we're going to get incredibly wasted. So I want you guys, I know you're all planning to go to Halloween Horror Nights, save it for October 20th, so we can all represent out there. But um, I got Halloween Horror Nights tickets for the person in the next 50 minutes who can come up with Matt Albert's shame. The one that we're doing so far is the gay Craigslist ads for the boys who lost in the first three weeks. What will Matt Albert have to do? 407-916-1041, right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Matt just pointed and said Angel Jenny. So... <laughs> Uh, we'll <laughs> look at him back there. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll come back. Call now if you can think of a shame for the six foot five, five hundred pound, twenty one, twenty two year old non virgin. It's a hideout, real radio, one hundred four point one. We'll figure out. Uh, we'll throw out some ideas and uh, we'll go from there. Aaron in the eight sixty three. Is this is for the helmet of shame and Halloween Horror Nights tickets? Not just tickets, but also T shirts and a parking pass and a qualification for like a grand tour. What do you got, Aaron? Uh, yeah, I say uh, you make Matt Albert dress in only a Speedo, and you see how many flaming marshmallows you guys can get to stick to them. I actually, uh, you're in the lead right now, Aaron. Hold on. Is that a pain thing, though? Is that something that will be a problem? Is that a pain thing? If they're flaming mushrooms, I mean, not marshmallows. All right. Sorry, Aaron, you're right. That's more of a helmet of pain. I didn't think it was that bad. If it burns them, though. All right. I can see. See, it's got to be shameful. Something that shames him. The dude in the 407 here in the hideout. What's up, the dude? Hey, I say put him in a diaper and send him to a Little League game and ask everybody if they have his ball. <laughs> All right, hold on. You're in the lead. Dubs, you like the diaper thing? I like diapers. Will that get him arrested? No, I don't think so. Will it? That would get him arrested? Yeah. <sighs> 
man. What if he goes to, like, a magic game and does it? That wouldn't get him arrested, would it? <laughs> All right, let's try. Yeah. Let's try Captain Skippy Winkle. Uh, Nip Winkle, you're in the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. How are you doing, hideout? Hey, yep. buddy. It's been a while. What do you got? Can he hold his breath? No, I'm sure. Actually, he did end up holding his breath in one challenge before. Well, I just need him to hold his breath until he dies. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Helmet. Of shame. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1, Halloween Horror Nights tickets. we got to think of a shame. We'll go to some of the people here in the studio audience. I know Dr. Hitler had one. EJ from the U, you got one? Yeah, I'm at Halloween Horror Nights right now, dude. Nice. When you guys come here on the 20th, have them ask little kids for candy. Oh, Jesus. Uh, no. <laughs> All right, what'd you have, Dr. Hitler? Give, come over here and see what you had. I'm thinking he needs to... Dance around in the I'm a fat, sexy girl dance with his junk tucked between his legs to anything by LaBouche and put it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Some Be My Lover? Yeah. Do we have Be My Lover? Right, is that in the lead? I think that's in the lead. I think that's a pretty good one. Now, Matt. Oh, God. <laughs> I like it even more now that I'm hearing it. Here's what I'm like even... even Here's what I really like about it. If you want to, you can wear a mask so people don't know it's you. <laughs> I think I think it's funny regardless because all of us are gonna know that it's him. Do just one shave? of those. You don't know. Of course, you don't have to shave. Just you one do, of those little Mardi Gras masks, though. You will have to uh, to tuck, though. Is that a problem? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Shut up. Do we need to ask I Angel Jenny if it's a problem? <laughs> Um, let's go to the Wild Hawk in the 407. I say that he dresses up like Uncle Remus, and we have a Monster Ween slave auction. Oh, Jesus That is a shame. Yeah. I don't know if we can do that. Thank you, though, Wild Hawk. Wild Hawk. Send all your letters to Wild Hawk. All right, um... Sorry, the dude. I'm putting Dr. Hitler in the lead for that one. And I know Demand could dress it up real nice. Plus, we would have that video that we could take with us to the Matador for the Hideout Happy Hour. Oh, God. Dude, we're at the Hideout Happy Hour. We're watching what Demand put together for um, the Uncensored on Retard Menstruation. Just sitting in a bar watching that and seeing the, the, the pad. Dubs orders a Bloody Mary. Just really wants to get into the whole thing. Oh. Jason in the 407, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jason? Hello, how you guys doing? What's up, buddy? Awesome. Well, I'm about ready to see uh, The Departed, so I can't talk long, and uh, I'm sure you don't want me on the phone long. But uh, I say you make him get... I'm going to try to say this in clean as possible, so if you have to cut me off, I'm sorry. Uh, I say you make him wear a Beyonce-worthy song, like a T-back, mm -hmm. get on all fours, and you guys can shoot um, glue-tipped prophylactics to his butt and see how many will stick. <laughs> make, him dress up, make him dress up like Hazel the maid. What do you think? No, that, that doesn't go in the lead. All right. I think right now, unfortunately, just because it's his name, Dr. Hitler would be in the lead. Let's go to Anti-Matt. I know Anti-Matt always has loving things. Or right, we could take the LaBouche down. There's no Why? People just now tuning in don't know that's part of a bit. Wanna be my lover? Glitch in the 407. What's going on, guys? Hey, man, you're on the air. What's up? 
Hey, uh, just want to say, uh, you know, Matt, Sunday night is an amateur script night up at the Parliament House. All right, here's the thing, though. That's already what's being done by the loser of one of these guys, except at but, Monster Wayne. But doing it actually at a gay club would be funny. I want to mix it up a little bit. All right. I tell you what, we'll take a break, come back. Well, not now, but we'll, we'll think on it a little bit more. Dr. Hitler right now is in the lead with tucking and dancing on YouTube to LaBouche. For Matt, I, I like it more and more the more I hear it. For Matt Albert's helmet of shame. Helmet of shame. I think you have to drive down to Tampa in Demand's place and film it there, too. Just you, you have a basement? Yeah, just you and Demand in a basement, <laughs> lotioning up and then dancing for him. <laughs> Demand's like, hey, sure, why not? I'm an artist. I can get it done. It'll look tasteful. Um... All right, here we go. We got uh, Dirty Howie also said. All right, send him downtown, Winter Park, wearing all black with a black bag over his shoulder. All right, that's just going to get him arrested. Um, we got a lot more over here, too. All right, Dubs, let's go over now. Speaking okay. of the original Helmet of Shame, Drunky the Bear, the interns, and your uh, cousin, By Curious BJ. Mm-hmm. You had them set up gay Craigslist profiles, or you set them up for them, including photos and different things yes. that they would like to do. Asking for Dugan pictures in return. Whoever has the fewest will have to do a strip tease at Miss Monster. Yeah. You will reveal the answer and who it is in a second. But first, let's play some of those email responses that we got. And now it's time for Intern Email Message Theater. And now it's time for Intern Email Message Theater. No, you're doing yeah, Responses to the Intern's Gay Craigslist ad. Hey, I will be in the area around downtown Disney, 10506 through the 8th of October. Bye, fun, cute, tall guy, early 30s, NSA, disease and drug-free, other than 420. Very discreet. Care to talk? I am on a lot on AIM at... Why not IM me or even email me? Love to hook up. Free evenings, mostly. Picks for trade if you care. I am not picky. Just looking for anyone over 55. Hey, guys. You can call me Pappy. I'd love to show some Spanish <laughs> You nasty little <laughs> Here's some pics of me and my <laughs> Hope you like it spicy. Love. I will be in Orlando from 10.13 to 10.16 on business. I'm looking to have some no-strings-attached fun. And being interested that was an episode of intern email message theater and who was that for that was for the interns all right let's hear the uh, the new one for drunky the bear let's get that one going it's a hideout row radio 104.1 and now it's time for intern email message theater here are some responses to drunky the bear's gay craigslist ad hey 37 yo white here Straight, curious, very discreet. I do not or disease and drug free. Clean. My picks are on here. Check them out. And let me know. Love to your and give you a hot. Love to have you my fat. Can you do it in those hose and heels? That was an episode of Intern Email Message Theater. Was that for BJ? No, that's for Drunky. Oh, all right. Let's hear the the latest ones for BJ. And now it's time for Intern Email Message Theater. Here are some responses to Buy Curious BJ's Gay Craigslist ad. Hey man, love getting my hairy 
and armpits like Haslet here. Don't have a place though. Let me know if you're interested. Hot. I love to and redheads. Where from? Can you host? Hi, my friend. I am a 58-year-old bi male, 5'7", 235, into cuddling, kissing, and maybe more. I am highly educated, clean. I don't have a picture to send, but when I knock you, won't turn me away. Willing to compensate for your time. Coming next what? week to Lansing. Let me know if you can hook up. That was an episode of Intern Email Message Theater. Right, I want to play the older ones real fast and then reveal who it was. So BJ is going to be a hooker. Yeah. It wouldn't be his first time either, I'm sure. Well, <laughs> he was over at the chick's house last night, um, him and our friend Scott, <clears throat> and they were tag-teaming a girl. <laughs> and I'm like, is she good-looking? Uh, she's about a two. <laughs> but what the hell? She'll, she'll tag team us. Who cares? She's <laughs> so dirty. Your cousin is one of the dirtiest human beings I've ever known. Mm-hmm. All right, let's play the original one while we're on it on By Curious BJ. And now it's time for Intern Email Message Theater. Here are some responses to By Curious BJ's Gay Craigslist ad. Hey, buddy. Look pretty good. A bit older than you, but not an old wrinkled fart. Love doing the same thing you mentioned. All that fun stuff. Sweet looking fella there, my red-headed buddy. Love to that fire. Best to ya. Hey man, here. 5'9", 220, 36-inch waist, mod, hairy guy. Seven, nice, blonde hair and blue eyes. 27 years old. I love redheads i would buckets for you damn as of this minute i don't have a pick but for you i can get one i just wanted to get a hold of you i will send my face pic as soon as you say the word i just gotta be discreet what kind of stuff are you curious about let me know i would love for you to me straight acting and totally discreet here man i can't wait to hear from you dude you are hot would love to meet up sometime that was Intern Email Message Theater. God. All right, we got two more of these, and we'll find out who lost and who's going to have to do the gay strip tease. Let's now perform a little something for, uh, you want to do Drunky the Bear here? Yeah, let's do Drunkies. Then we'll finish up with the interns. Mm-hmm. And now it's time for Intern Email Message Theater. Here are some responses to Drunky the Bear's gay Craigslist ad. Are you a top? Into barebacking? How is it? Is it? Can you more than? <laughs> Hi, buddy. I'm 47. By married white male, six one, two forty five, six point five. Buzzed, balding, and love to get. Email me back, and I'll send you a pic. What was happening in that pic? Looks painful. Ha ha. That was Intern Email Message Theater. And finally, we wrap up with the interns and the first uh, batch of emails that they got. And now it's time for Intern Email Message Theater. Here are some responses to the interns' gay Craigslist ad. Okay, boys, I have some meat for you. (laughs) You will both take my... I'm 46 years old, 5'6", 155 pounds, with a nice... 
Hey boys, 27 year old here. Live in Windermere. Love kissing, getting, and much more. Would love to do all that and more with you too. Let me know. Here are three of my picks. I have more to trade. Smile. Hey guys, <laughs> what's up? 34 year old white guy here. 5'11, 205, brown hair, green eyes, 6.5. I'd love to have one of you. While the other, let me know if you're interested. Oh. That was Intern Email Message Theater. Wonderful. All right, Dubs, we did it for the week. Yes. Uh, for the Helmet of Shame. Helmet of Shame. Who, all right, go and who got the most first. Because whoever gets the least is the one who we're going to have to do the, uh, the, the strip tease. The Craigslist ad with the most uh, tally whackers. Is BJ with 27? 27 photos? 27 photos of man junk. What do you think put him over the top? The redhead thing? The last ad I put up was very dirty, and that got a lot of uh, responses. That was the one you said something about. Yeah, we can't even you sniff said, around that. You said something about a cat, though. Oh, yeah, cat bath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking for somebody to give a cat bath, essentially. Uh, you got so you got an extra twelve photos from that one. Yeah. Oh boy, oh boy. All right. Who came in second place? Therefore, last place having to do the strip tease at Monsterween October or October twenty seventh at Sun on the Beach with twenty three pictures. Wow. Drunky the Bear. Damn it! <laughs> Sea Lane and the Great Gazoo Manning will be performing a male duo striptease for the Monster fans. Son of a bitch. For coming in too short on pictures. Too short. 21 photos of Dukes. Mm Mm-hmm. Congratulations, boys. You guys will be performing at Monster Ween. Start working on your routine, sissies. <laughs> Let's go to uh, uh, Minkus in the uh, 954. He uh, has an idea for the Helmet of Shame for Matt Albert. What do you got? Yeah, man, I was thinking what you could do is have him go out to the UCF game and dress up in some really skimpy uh, cheerleader clothes and have him do cheers all day. All right, what about Matt as a cheerleader at a UCF game? Do you guys like that more than tucking and dancing to LaBouche? Apparently not. All Mm-mm. right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll, uh, you can still call right now in the lead before the end of the show. Can you talk for the helmet of shame, Matt Albert, tucking and dancing to LaBouche on YouTube? for his helmet of shame and getting the fewest points in hideout fantasy football. We'll take a break, come back, more of the hideout open door policy, Real Radio 104.1. All right, we're back in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Right, here's what I want to do. I want to, I want to here decide what we're going to do with Matt Albert for these Halloween Horror Nights tickets. Mm-hmm. Then I want to talk to Pinchy, our buddy from the 440, who is here. 
I don't know if you remember a story he told a while back in the hideout. Oh, I do. He brought the yearbook to show us the uh, photo of the subject. Do you remember oh, this? Oh, nice. Yeah, So, we're, and he's got gifts for us as well, so we'll do that. All right, first we'll run through these phone calls. I want to invite Jeff up. Right now we're giving out tickets for the... Helmet of shame. Trying to decide what Matt Albert should have to do. Dr. Hitler is in the lead so far for those Halloween Horror Night tickets, and that is him being on YouTube, uh, Matt Albert that is, tucking and dancing to LaBouche and then putting it on. So, Jeff, what do you got, my friend? Uh, I think we should get Matt to go ahead and uh, call his parents and convince him that he's uh, become a homosexual with one of the uh, interns. All right, here's what I like. i got to switch it up a little bit. First, we couldn't call parents because his dad won't take his phone calls. <laughs> Parent. Yeah. Here's what, I, here's what I would love. Matt has to call his mom and talk about his first time in losing his virginity. <laughs> What do you think about that, Max? Send a picture. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If it is not your mom, then at least your sister. Because I know your sister's cool. I've met her before, and she's cool. All right. All right, sister. All right, we're gonna I hate my sister. Uh, oh, and you, can you imagine this? Hey, can we get? Can we uh, uh, kind of conference Jay the dirty cop, his cousin? Oh yeah, no! Because we know it'll get back to He's his mom. Ass. Yeah, this guy. If you listen to the old hideout shows back up in D.C., you hear Jay the dirty cop when Matt didn't have a license, and he'd drive him an hour just to come hang out on the show. So uh, he's a good guy. He's a cop up, well, I'm not going to say where, hmm. but he's a cop somewhere. All right, I, I like, right now, here's the thing. We're going to have a little vote here at the end, you know, of all the good But that was a very good one, Jeff, and also Dr. Hitler. I'm going to take a couple more phone calls, and then we're going to roll from there. Um, all right, Lucid has one. Lucid in the 407. What do you hey, got? what's up? I, I would like... Matt Albert to be in a the planner's peanut guy costume that I'll provide at a local convenience store singing We Build a City on Rock and Roll. <laughs> Alright, here's the thing. That sounds like fun. It doesn't so much sound like a shame he'd do it that anyway. It's spare time. <laughs> yeah, he loves Starship. Alright. I love all the ideas up here, but we're gonna have to we're gonna have to have a winner. Alright, I'm gonna go by and you guys have to abstain from voting for yourselves. Loudest reaction by the in studio audience. All right, heretics, and obviously uh, when you scream, don't yell out profanity. Um, <laughs> don't pull a diamond. Here's what I want you to do. I'm going to say one, don't vote twice either, if you would, please. I'm going to say Dr. Hitler's, then I'm going to say Jeff's. And by your reaction, we'll go with that. All of you who want to see Matt Albert on YouTube tucking, dancing to LaBouche as a helmet. Of shame. For getting the fewest points in the Hideout Fantasy Football League. Let me hear you now. I'll tell you why that's a good one. Because we will have it forever. Mm -hmm. And everybody could put it on their MySpace uh, profiles and it could be a lot of fun. However, I like this angle of shame too. It's a little bit different, it's not so much physical. But Matt Albert has to call his sister and his cousin, both of whom he is horribly afraid of, and especially at getting back to his mom, and he would have to describe him losing his virginity <laughs> to his white girlfriend at the time. And my sister just amplifies everything, just makes everything worse whenever she says it back to my mom. Oh, yeah. I... It's a black thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Would you like to hear Jeff's? On the radio and the helmet of shame. 
Oh. Are you kidding? Wow. I got to be honest with you guys. I'm sorely disappointed. But Dr. Hitler is the winner. Congratulations. It is a democracy. I think you guys truly underestimate how cringe that would be. <laughs> I you don't mean, know my family. No, you can't do both. It's one or the other. I mean, it's helmet of shame. Now, helmet of shame. If he loses another weekend... I mean, look at my week this week. I got yeah. half my teams on by. Yeah, if he does end up losing again, I guess we... I think that'll be the standby for Matt. God damn. I am disappointed in you guys. Oh, I thought you were... You just don't maybe know. If it, maybe if it was still the mom directly. Yeah. No, here's the thing. His sister um, is even worse because his mom would sit there quietly. Yeah. His sister's going to give him so much crap and yell at him so bad and then go and tell his mom and it's going to be even worse. And then you'll get to hear his cousin laugh and yeah. cackle in the background. Uh, yeah, it, it's going to be awful for you. <laughs> Uh, here's my couch. Hefe's couch in the 407. Hey, I just want to say I'm glad that idea got shot down. There's no reason a sister should be subjected to that. I've got cushions that still aren't the same. All right. <laughs> All right, let's take a break and come back. Dr. Hitler, congratulations. You're going to Halloween Horror Nights. Got a couple of T-shirts with that, too. You got parking passes. You're now in the, uh... The opportunity for the uh, for the big drawing as well, which is like VIP pass. You get to skip all the lines and everything. That's that's really cool. So congratulations to you, and uh, obviously save that for October 20th when the Hideout broadcasts live. J-Dub's birthday. We're gonna get him so drunk and have a lot of fun out there at Halloween Horror Nights. We're gonna take a break. Come back. We're gonna meet Pinchy, FullblownAids.com. He is uh, a friend of ours through a couple of different radio shows. He told a fantastic story, and he's got presents. We'll wrap this thing up. Uh, I want you to retell the story, too. It's the Hideout Row Radio with your girlfriend sitting right next to you. That Staring at you. Yeah, and we'll turn the camera around, too, so we can capture that. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Yeah, 9 to 11 on Fridays. <laughs> um, and uh, I had stayed after school quite a bit for... Um, to do stuff for the club, and she would always have to give me a ride home. So um, one day, uh, one day on the ride home, uh, she sees a, uh, a cat uh, on the side of the road, <laughs> and um, stops and gets out, and very traumatized by the uh, whole event. She actually takes the cat and removes it from the middle of the road. Oh, I didn't I didn't I don't remember yeah, that from the original yeah. story. I wanted to get to the trunk? meat of the story. These are really, Yeah, no, I got you. No, she just uh no, she just got it out of the road. So, um got back in the car, she's bawling her eyes out. And um and I'm reaching over, you know, I feel like I have to uh say it's okay. I Comfort guess. her. Yes, yeah, exactly. she's your teacher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, next thing I know, she's uh making out with me. And you guys have sex for how long? She took a virginity, right? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. No. Stud. Well, no. Yeah, no kidding. No. That was about a year after okay. I lost my virginity. How long did you guys have how long did you have sex with your teacher? Uh you mean the the, the first time or how long was the session? Just overall, what? like overall um period of time. It was, it was about four months. Now you said there was also a kicker to the story. Yeah, um after it all ended, um did I find out she has mental issues. You, you seem to, obviously. Yes, exactly. Yes, she would. Um, she would tell me she was in love with me and and all this, all this great stuff. And um, I find out three years later that uh, well, 
the, the first part of the story was um, she told me I didn't need to use protection because she couldn't get pregnant because she was raped with scissors <laughs> when she was 16. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. All right, Dubs. Uh, so you have her. You, you brought your yearbook so we could see what she looked like. Yeah. Now don't put it up on real TV. No, 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 no. But I would like to see what she looked like. Can you bring it over to me? Let me yeah, see sure. it. Yeah, sure. I need to see it next. All right. The part of this part of the kicker to the story is right here in the in the yearbook on this in this actual picture. Oh, really? Yeah. There's was a picture cut of out? her, and then there's a, a big picture of her. <laughs> Featured in it, so. All right, Tub says, was it a cutout? Let's not step over that line. Uh, it's great. Um, all right, let me see it. Wow, you, that was the, what was that, the 80s? Early 80s, the high school yearbook? 88, all right. It's really time to go? Oh. That was her? And she has a baby. Dude, she was... That's your kid. That looks like that looks like that's your kid. Dubs, this chick was hot. She was raped by scissors. <laughs> oh my god! Right, take that over to Dubs. <laughs> um. All right. Well, there it is. Thank you. Oh, what are our presents too? I want to see what presents yeah. you guys real fast. Take, show that to Dubs, and then we'll. Uh, if you want to talk about your party, we'll also do that too. Wow, I can uh, I can tell. All right, <laughs> what presents did you uh, bring in for us, Pinchy? Um, well, for Dubs, I got the requisite monster. Ooh! And damn, I feed the habit, of course, with both. So I got the. Uh... Oh, you're the man! Wow, congratulations, J Dubs, you're a you. big winner tonight. Cigarettes and monster, my diet. Yep, that's what Dubs will be feeding on all weekend. That's what's going to give him his energy. I don't know if you ever seen this Wonder Shows in. Anyone seen this? You ever seen it? No, I haven't. Okay, this is great. Great DVD. It's the sick, sickest show. Sickest show probably on TV. Sorry. Oh, wow. Is that for Dubs or me? It's for anyone. It's kind of a group. You guys can you know, I'll take it. Share hey. it Dubs doesn't need it. You already got Monster and Cigarettes. What else do you need? Hey, you're getting more. I am. For Tommy. Because he's my favorite. Oh, wow, you got Tommy something. <laughs> yeah, I got First Tommy. time Tommy's ever gotten anything. Uh, Pride Fighting Legacy, Volume 3. Yes. Ooh. Oh, wow. Everyone else take note of the best hair tick ever. Pinchy <laughs> in the 440. Brought in food we haven't gotten gifts today. in a while. I know we haven't. Andy brought in food. And food the days. last two days. Yeah, so. thank you for that. Um, for uh, for, du- uh, for uh, Jefe, I, got, uh, I, know, I know you've been talking about this a lot. You the man! I was gonna go buy some this weekend, Bacardi Lemon. Oh, that stuff! I don't know if you've had it. it Have is... fun, Tony Pigs. It's so good. <laughs> and you said this is your new thing, right? Yeah. Yes, diet green tea. Jesus, let's hear it. Pinch, pinch is so awesome. Awesome. What else you got in there? Where's Chunks? Uh, probably. He's around somewhere. Yeah. He'll okay. get it. Taking calls from Screech's agent. Well. Well, well, Tom, well, Tommy told me anyway. I hope this is correct that uh, that Chunks likes uh, rum. Rum and Coke, rum and Diet Coke, mm-hmm. mm. and Manass. So, I got him a real, I got him a real good bottle of uh, Bacardi Eight Year. So. Ooh! Holy Christ! Wow. Thank you. I'll take that too. Uh, uh, two more things. Of course, what's uh, what's Ron Bennington always say about uh, food? Dessert's uh, part of the meal. Dessert's part of the meal. What is that? Oh, uh, zebra, zebra cakes. Cake. Thank you. Wonderful. Look at this. Oh, look at the not calories. Only zebra cakes. Star crunches. Yes. Look at it. We're a couple of fat kids. This is our Nutty buddies. Nutty bars. 
Oh, man. And Swiss cake rolls. Yeah! Yeah! It's elementary school all over again. <laughs> and, and lastly, because um, I was so touched by your story last week by your about, the, about wow. the, uh, the girl that you... Uh, uh, I forget what the story was again. It was his, uh, yeah, airplane peanuts. You're an ass. <laughs> I used to bring a chick airplane peanuts to impress her when I was in the sixth grade. Whatever. Just trying to get a little stinky pinky. Screw you. All right, that's it. Thank you, Pinchy. Uh, Lester Big Hands party tomorrow. Look for that on... Hit me up at uh, Big Hand, uh, Lester Big Hands and... MySpace. All right, yeah, look for big hands on MySpace. Maybe we'll post dicks.net. Uh, Heretic Hoop it up tomorrow at 1. Other than that, SBK Live tomorrow night. Wake up with the Monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke middays. Phillips Ball in the afternoon. Hideout's back at 7. RealRadio.fm. Hideoutheretics.net. FullBlownAids.com. Be somebody always not good. Question everything. Stay classy. Thank you to all the Heretics for another Friday night. We'll see you Monday. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. All right, man. 5,000. All right, man, 5,000. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. 5,000. I, 5,000.